With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Welcome, everybody, to another brand new live episode of SEN Live here on this beautiful Monday morning in the world. Yeah, it's all falling apart, but we're here to keep it afloat a little bit by making you laugh and making you have some fun with us here. And the Monday crew is back together again. That's how I say Back together again. That's right. We got ourselves. Who we got in here? We got Kate. Kate Mulligan. How are you, Kate? I'm very good. How are you, John Roca? I'm good. I'm excited. We got over there uh, Brett Sheridan, who's figuring out lighting. I like that place. Uh, it's tough. It's tough, but I'm working it out. I'm working it out. I'm blinded, but I'm, I'm, I am I'm. can hear you. I can hear you, John. Yeah, they're good. And then straight from his serial killer headquarters, Ben Goddard, how are you? What's what's going down down there? Hello, Clarice. <laughs> and RB3 keeping us all together how are you rb you got the hair looking good what you got what you got going on there man uh, i just got oh some, you got the rose got, nice got some fresh new braids you know what oh I mean? me too rb3 and i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> like a sharp with that uh french french mexicana uh that's right you got there. that's nice who, who braids your hair rb3 um my mom actually just braided it like literally oh, right before we got on today yeah 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 nice. oh i love that nice yeah thanks um, mom's son bonding time there's a there's a R. Kelly song. I know I'm not allowed to bring oh, up R. Kelly, um, but it's the it's that's like it talks about. I forget mm, what the lyric is, but it's so sweet. It's like how we used to sit on the front stoop and mom would braid our hair. It's like the loveliest image of childhood. I just love that. Uh, it's like such an thing to have someone braid your hair. No. Do my braid in the closet. Um, yeah. All right. So anyway, um, nope. That's not the. Mm-mm. 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 You know, all people wow, start out as start like early. little innocent children. <laughs> I do so. not like pee pee. <laughs> anyway, all right. Let's let's move on to let's move on to uh, some news items here. Ben God, and what we got going on first? Oh, and uh, just to remind you all, Streamlabs super chats. Those are up. You know, if you like the Monday crew, you like us all coming back to our second week of doing this thing. We saw everybody come back last week too. Winston, uh, Roxy Stryer. Mark Riley, you know, you want to keep this going, got to, got to submit some Streamlabs Super Chats. We'll turn the Schmobot on here in just a little bit, but you can send your Schmobots in ahead of time. We'll play them once we turn it on in about 20 minutes right after the first ad read. So let's get into some news here, uh, Ben Goddard. What do we got, my man? Well, as the world slowly opens up and then, you know, recloses, because uh, people don't know how to act right, uh, uh, Matrix 4 is starting to refilm. Uh, yeah. uh, TMZ has said photos of Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, and Neil Patrick Harris, I did not know he was in that, uh, back to work on the Matrix uh, feature yeah. in Berlin. Harris's uh, role in the new film is currently unknown, but production appears to have resumed after stalling for several months due to coronavirus pandemic. Uh, so how do we feel about this, guys, now that, uh, you know, we're I, all of us have actor friends. They've all been self-taping from home and sending them in. Yeah. But now, like, people are getting back on set. And, I mean, maybe in Berlin it's a, it's a lot better than here, so maybe that's okay. But uh, how are we feeling about Hollywood opening back up? 
I think I, if Dookie can be, get back to work, anybody yes, can, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I love the fact that that article felt the need to explain why the past months had had. It had been postponed. It had Just been postponed in case months. you're waking up from, uh, from a coma. <laughs> why was it postponed? What? Why did they, why did they stop? That's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Right now, L.A. is not shooting things. You can shoot things that are outside with a certain number of crew. Yeah. So listen, I mean, where it is safe to do things, I don't have an issue with it. Like, where it when it just I don't think it's safe in this country, to be perfectly honest. It mm. seems like this our country has dealt with it the worst, had the worst response, had the worst yeah. community participation in a lot of ways. And I feel like I don't think it's like I think it's I don't think things should be shooting in L.A. right now. The numbers are jumping. So if Berlin's safe, great. Let's let's get some productions going in Berlin. This yeah. is this is part of the problem. Like if we could just do our things, our economy could open back up again. You know what right. I mean? If we could yeah. just you know, wear a mask or wash our hands or, you know, <clears throat> it's it's mind blowing. It's yeah, it's mind blowing how like, you know. I don't know. It's just mind blowing. It's my how, how a mask is such an issue for some people. Just wear the damn mask. We, we, all these productions, we could have gotten on top of this thing. And already, the, all these studies have come out. How ninety five percent of uh, you know, if you ninety five percent is wearing masks, we drop the cases like extra, just insanely. We drop the numbers like crazy, and people can get back to work. Everything can start functioning. As Ben said, you know, uh, everything opening and then reclosing again. And, it, you know, what better film than The Matrix, which shows you an alternate reality and how we've been lying to ourselves about the reality of the world and what's actually going on. So that's the perfect film to be coming back and shooting in Germany, no less, because they were shooting in the uh, in Northern California. So I wonder if they adjusted. Did they just like did someone go location scouting in Europe and go, let's go shoot here? Or is this part of their lo uh, location scouting already? Was this already in the production? They just sped up that they were going to shoot in Germany since they can't shoot in California. California right now at least that size of a film they can't shoot it right now what do you guys think well I'm wondering because just like just for the simple like movie fact of you know how in the first one he had like his shaved head uh in the real world and then like you know his his nice Keanu hair yeah. in the matrix and then in the sequels you know his hair grew out in the real world is he gonna have that long flowing John Wick hair uh -huh. in both yeah. Or is he going to like, is that like his new image in the Matrix or something? I don't know. That's a movie question. But like Kate said, there's outdoor things you can do. And yeah. maybe in Berlin, it's better. Uh, you know, uh, Matrix Cities, is, it's called Mega City. So it has like no identity of where it is. It's just like one big city. Mm -hmm. So it's not like they're beholden to any specific street or skyline or anything like that. Um, so, I mean... I'm I'm okay with it, but again, like like you said, John, it's, like, it's such a thing just to wear a mask, and yeah. I, I don't know why. It's it's real weird. Uh, you know, you got Kate. You got to respect your player, uh, knowing uh, knowing that it's called Mega City. You got to respect that. He's uh, he's on IG time. He's, he's figuring yep. it out. He's he's on top of things. Uh, you, uh, this is whenever Ben talks, I just go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about, what about me, Kate? <laughs> Whenever Brett talks, I go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your favorite player, right, Kate? <laughs> Arby, favorite look, human is different than favorite player. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Arby, look, you're you're you know you're out of USC. You want to get in on a production crew and working on stuff. Like, would you be rushing back to work on anything here in Los Angeles? Um, Los Angeles, I don't know necessarily about. Um, Okay. You know, so there, there, there are ways, like, if you're on set, like, especially, like, on 
a lot of TV productions. There are ways you can social distance and shoot still. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like you don't have to have everybody crowded up in like one particular space. Like, especially right. when there's there's ways you could, you know, have certain crew. There's ways you could do just there's ways you can you can you can operate without having it be a sort of um, extra dangerous situation. Now, now that case, but, you know, with cases as they are right now, you know, it might not be the best time to go back out especially yeah. for something as big as the matrix, which I assume would have like a crew of like a hundred, 200 people, 300, you know, I, probably even in the thousands when you count yeah. in like post-production work. So it's like, um, it, so I don't know, you know, in, in that case, it, it might not be the best time, but you know, we see in a lot of European countries that things are doing a lot better there. We see mm-hmm. in a lot of places overseas that, you know, I mean, we talked about New Zealand last week. I mean, the avatar sequel started filming like almost a week ago. Um, <laughs> went back to shooting almost a week ago just for the pure fact of how safe New True. Zealand is right now. Yeah. So until yeah. I think until we reach the the place that we're at, we're, we're probably still going to see a kind of uh, 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 sparse, like very light shooting in uh, yeah. California, at least and probably in, in, in America in general, because right now in America, the hot spot to film is in Atlanta. And Atlanta's having probably one of the hardest times right now since they reopened yeah. a little bit earlier than, than the yeah. rest of us. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm a little worried about how film production in the United States is going to go for just in general because if, if more places are going to have more filming, there's going to be more incentive for, for yeah. more tax cuts in other places and <laughs> other countries. So mm-hmm. I don't know if, if the American film industry is still going to have the same amount of prevalence as it, as it had before. But it's all, yeah. it's all, we're all, we're all going to see. Production was already leaving L.A. to begin with. But now it's just gonna is, is gonna take a bigger yeah. hit than ever. Yeah. yeah. Come I to think, Berlin. It's clean here. Yeah. I don't know. I, here. Yeah. Hate to be the devil's helper here, but I mean I think we're a very <laughs> rational um, place. People that throw drinks at people that, that work at taco places, you know, definitely show that. Um, I did you see that um, that commercial for Bebe the other day <laughs> that took they shot in a Trader oh, Joe's? Uh, yeah, no. Trader Joe's. Great. <laughs> I couldn't um, believe that. Yeah. I actually um, had a very horrible, horrible in my lungs, and I still have kind of lung issues. And I used to paint for twelve hours a day with one of these masks on, like that. And I actually breathe better when I had that on because it was filtering the shitty air. So if you yeah. if that's something you don't want to wear an actual mask, invest in one of these if you can. Uh, that clicks on your face and sweat painters and people mm-hmm. that spray paint cars and stuff, they'd work for hours and hours and hours on end using those and it actually cleans the air and it helps you breathe. I love you all. <laughs> and, but Brett, you're not Joe Rogan. How do you know what you're talking about? Are you Joe Rogan? Are you Joe Rogan? I love how I love how Joe Rogan. Everybody was praising him, but then he turns around and tells people that master for pussies, and then everybody attacks him. So he yeah, kind of yeah. kind of shot himself in the foot. It's 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 yeah. standard practice. It's standard operating practice. The second you start yeah. liking somebody, they all of a sudden who's controversial, they say something really stupid. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, yeah, like you know, not liking Ahsoka Tano. Anyway, uh, let's uh, with the other thing. Uh, the other thing. Uh, Okay, Kate, 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 what's your thoughts on this uh, uh, situation? You're a mom. I mean, like, you you know, it's it's going crazy right now, right now. Well, I was going to say, I, I not, I don't mean to dis- disagree with RB3, but I think I do a little. I actually think production's really hard to social distance. I think about gaffers. Mm. I think about best, like, I feel, I think about grips. I feel like they always are working together. Let's get this thing up. Let's, uh, they're in the same toolbox. They're, I just feel like there's, I don't know, like, I feel like it would have there would have to be new protocols put in place, but like I have never seen a crew on a set not have to work together to, you know, even like even yeah. like getting mic'd up. There's you know like the, 
you know, the, the sound guy always has to run a wire up my back or up the front. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. It's all, it's, it's, there's, I just feel like there's hair and makeup. There's no way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That way for hair and makeup. And unless they're going to say <laughs> everybody needs to come in full hair and makeup, but like, then you're putting those people out of jobs. I mean, yeah. Just, yeah. There's, it just seems like I, I understand why right now the, the standard is it has to be outside because I do think it's, I do think it's pretty tricky to yeah. say six feet away. I think it's totally reasonable to be like, everybody should wear a mask. But again, we know masks help mitigate the risk. But they're right. not foolproof, right? Because not everybody's wearing an N95. Well, they got so, those shields. They got the shields, right? They, they have face shields have been, they're putting down now that yeah. you can get. People are yeah. buying in mass. I'm seeing those popping up more and more. And I, I totally respect yeah. that, you know. And yeah. uh, But I, at listen, the end of the day. My, our, our, my family's livelihood actually depends on right. the industry opening back up. Right. Yeah. We were supposed to shoot Dickie's pilot and we got we found in February, they greenlit it. We were supposed to shoot it in April. Yeah, I'm it supposed was supposed to star in due, it due to coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, yeah Brett was. It's gonna be the first line in the. That's what the you article. said, right? When you said you might yeah. be able to get me an audition, <laughs> that I would yeah. yes. maybe star. Hundred percent star. Hundred percent star. And before you bombard but, us with comments, I was just making a joke, just ball busting. Everybody, calm down. Just making. A oh joke. yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. Oh yeah, and I know. I know Joe Rogan was making a joke, and he's. Beautiful, beautiful man. Yeah, yeah. we're just having fun. He's, he's Did you see Bill Burr called him out right away. On oh, that was of course. Great. What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, um, well, let's 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 focus on the fact that uh, Ben didn't know the that MPH was in the movie. They've announced that uh, for about a month and a half now, man. You didn't know that uh, Neil Patrick Harris was going to do a musical number in the movie. I can't wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Matrix, the Mumble Matrix. Um, I don't know. I, I, he's such a weird, <laughs> such a weird cat to think about in a Matrix movie. NPH. I it just, I don't know. In my head, it seems a bit he, strange. It, it does seem strange, just because even when he turned up in Gone Girl, I was like, "Why is Barney Stinson here?" Like, <laughs> and I realized, you know, he's like he's Doogie Howser for you guys. Oh uh, yeah, but, yeah. But yeah. he's just such a sarcastic, goofy guy. Like it's. He's a good actor and he's great on Broadway, but it's still like when you're that character for so long, it's like, yeah. is 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 uh, Barney gonna be a, an agent or something? Is he gonna yell yeah. suit yeah. up? <laughs> be like it'd be like Kramer showing up. <laughs> Michael Richards. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. 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 Next. Michael Richards. Show up. <laughs> well, okay. I guess there's I guess there's other things wrong with Michael. Yeah, Richards. yeah. <laughs> that being said, I'm just saying it's the same sort of iconic. Like nobody, I've never looked at Michael Richards and not thought it was Kramer. Do you know or Jim Parsons, even from the same show, uh, yes. from the same network. If Jim Parsons showed up in the Matrix, you'd be like, mm, Yeah. What are you doing Alrighty. here? Uh, All right. Next, we we've, we've got uh, the first teaser trailer for Jennifer Hudson in Aretha. Mm. Uh, did you guys get a chance to watch this? What do you think about it? Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah. I'll defer to the rest of the crew, and I'll answer after. Um, well, I'll just say that I thought it was amazing. I know they debuted it during the BT Awards. Um, I'm not gonna lie. There was a big part of me that I was like, oh, I shouldn't watch the BT Awards because I'm not working it this year. Um, but you know, I put, <laughs> wow, I put my pen in it. <laughs> it's not their fault. It's not their fault. But um, it, was, it was it was postponed due to coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I um, but yeah, I, I actually enjoyed the war show. But I I enjoy seeing Jennifer Hudson. I know they did a little intro thing before they showed the trailer. But I think to me, like for me, 
Jennifer Hudson's one of, like, top five most talented. I put her up there with, like, Jamie Foxx and, and like, a couple others. Um, but, like, she could sing. She could really, really sing. She could really, mm-hmm. really act. She's an Oscar winner, um, oh, yeah. Grammy winner. So I think there's literally nobody in the planet who's more fit to play Aretha Franklin, like, s- such a legendary performer. Um, I think it just looks amazing. I think she looks amazing. I think this is, you know, if, at the very least – if the biopic is not, like, the greatest biopic ever, at the very least, I think we're going to see a really great performance, probably even something, like, Oscar-worthy, honestly. So I'm, yeah. I'm super excited for it. I'm looking forward to seeing... I know MGM is also, like, producing it and Warner Brothers. So I'm looking forward to see what they do because they're usually pretty good at, like, musical biopics mm-hmm. um, that we've seen recently. Um, so I hope, I'm hoping just Which for the best. Which other ones did they do? Which other ones were they... Um, they had well, not necessarily a biopic, but they just did a Star Is Born. Um, oh, okay. and right. they've done a f- they've 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 done a few biopics. I have to look it up particularly, but they mm-hmm. um they if I'm not mistaken, it might have been behind Bohemian Rhapsody too. I, I might be a mistake, yeah. but yeah, okay. they they they've done some great stuff. So RB three no, but seriously, not to go back to it. Name every single thing they've done biopic wise now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Put on the table. <laughs> no, I actually, but I actually like really, I really feel that because I feel like anybody who's not taken on a musical and some whether it's a biopic or not, like if, yeah. if you haven't attacked a musical before, it's pretty like it can be real clunky. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I yeah. feel like there's, yeah. and yeah. so if you're telling me they're behind stars born or even bohemian rhapsody i'm like oh great yeah. but i'm with rb3 think of one person like you know when you hear jennifer huston aretha yeah. frank it's just like yeah okay yeah makes yeah. total sense yeah who's who else could kill that part i mean because aretha oh the best i wonder best. if jenny yeah. jenny slate could have played it oh my god wow <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> I mean, aside from Scarlett Johansson, I would have uh, said. Uh, I don't know. I thought of Hank Azaria myself personally. <laughs> Hank Azaria. I, I was thinking Ch- Chad Hanks, maybe Chad Hanks. <laughs> Chad Hanks. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Chad Hanks is the love interest. <laughs> ah, brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, don't we feel like this is very soon off the heels of her death? I feel like it's she, 2018. She, she died in 2018. Katie, know, are you still in mourning? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm not saying it's too soon to do it. I'm just saying, I don't okay. feel like biopics usually come out this. Yeah, simply. it is a little, well, she, they were already working like, on yeah. it. She was working on oh, the biopic oh, and then right. died while they were making it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. She okay. was involved in it, which yeah. I always, I'm always of two minds about it. When an artist involved, like, like straight out of Compton. Yeah, it's a good film. Absolutely. But you don't really explore a lot of what these guys were doing yeah, they, by. Like they I would have liked quite a, a bit. You know, as I'm saying, when you when you kind of uh, sugarcoat it or don't quite get into, you know, I always get weary when someone is involved in their own biopic because I do want them to get it right and they know the smaller stories and the minutia of their story that could really make a, a film sing, but they also kind of gloss over some of the more, you know, like uh, difficult or nefarious things they might have done in their past. So I always worry when an artist is involved with Aretha, though. I mean, I just my only issue with the trailers, I didn't see much of what the story like. I want wanted to see what is what is the struggle the struggle can't be i just need to sing my own music that i like because that's the that's the walk the line scene i i need to see something more so this was a great presentation for like getting people excited to see the movie now the next trailer i want to see more of the story i want to see some of jennifer hudson's acting because she's damn good she won that oscar certainly and the singing rb i mean like are you guys what do you guys think like you were saying aretha like she doesn't sound like aretha so is this the kind of 
something where we have to kind of like adjust our minds to know this Jennifer Hudson singing her version of Aretha's songs. I don't know, because it didn't sound like Aretha to me. And look, there's probably nobody who can sound like Aretha. That's why she was the Queen of Soul. It's just that I I wanted something more here where I felt the embodiment of Aretha 100%. Hmm. Well, it's like, um, because I feel like people are tired Bohemian Rhapsody is such a perfect example of what you were saying, John, is that Queen was involved mm. to get the catalog of songs, which you can't have a Queen biopic without their songs. Right. Um, but, you know, you have Freddie Mercury getting sick from apparently just drinking too much beer. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. It's like I all mean, he does in the movie is have a few Bud Lights and suddenly he's got yeah. AIDS. Um, and so, and then like you have that scene where they're like, oh man, Mark Freddie- Ellis is in trouble by those things. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Freddie Mercury uh, needs Queen, but you know, or uh, Queen needs Freddie Mercury, but Freddie Mercury needs Queen too. It's like, yeah. we okay, we get it. The band was involved. Yeah. You guys are good too. And then also, it's like they they become successful. Drugs hit yeah. song. <laughs> drugs. Right. And say that that's all the movie was. So. I felt like Rocket Man was really such a great example yeah. of like using this music unconventionally. Yeah. I know um, I was talking to a few people like that had problems with it because, you know, that's not what the song was about. That's not what Tiny Dancer was about or, you know, Honky Cat and stuff. And I get that. Yeah. But you really incorporated the music into the story and not made it about, hey, this is when Elton John wrote Candle in the Wind. This is right. when he wrote this. And then he did some more drugs. It incorporated more to like he still told his story and the music was a part of it. And so if it's like that, I'd rather be like that than, you know, oh, she became successful. Then the record label got involved and she didn't get to sing her own music. And it's like, oh, okay, we know. And it's going to end with a big musical number. Cool. Yeah. I have to say, Dickie's Dickie's dad, who's the sweetest man on the planet, who's from Boston, he's got this very high pitched voice. When we watched Rocket Man over um, the Christmas holidays last year, which feels like seven years ago, but he was like, <laughs> "God, that that was a, that movie's amazing! I didn't know that's how we came up with those songs." <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, "Mm-hmm." <laughs> that well, yeah, or or maybe that they were just that they were just using it to tell the story. Those songs, I just yeah. think that's incredible. I, it's so interesting how he came up with the songs. We're like, so, oh, look, yeah. look at those outfits. The outfits yeah. are incredible. <laughs> um, uh, Army three. Oh, sorry. You look at the political. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Katie. No, I was gonna say to respond to you saying um, about Aretha not sound or Jennifer Hudson not sounding like, like Aretha. There's yeah. I, I sort of two takes on this. The first is like there are performances like Jamie Fox was Ray Charles. And I actually actually left that movie thinking, I actually think Jamie Foxx is now more impressive than Ray Charles because (laughs) he could do what Ray Charles did and he was acting at the same... Like, there's almost this thing where it's like, it almost took... And I know I'm maybe the only person on the planet that feels this way, but I feel like whenever somebody, like anybody that can do a good Gilda, I'm like, wow, wow, now Gilda's not that impressive anymore. Like, Mm. you know what I mean? Like, there's something about... The fact that Jamie Foxx was able to do that so perfectly that it's like he had he didn't just have the one talent. He didn't just have Ray Charles's talent. He had that talent plus Jamie Foxx's talent. I'm like, Jamie Foxx is the greatest like person on the planet. Like, so there's the part of me that's like, I actually sort of am okay if Jennifer Hudson doesn't sound exactly like Aretha. It may make some people feel like her performance is less impressive, but it also it sort of keeps aretha very like in a very reverent light like mm-hmm. she can't be touched you know so i don't okay. know i mean i'm uh, maybe but also maybe it is going to be distracting i'm not sure 
But I do think I'm in the minority yeah. thinking that like whenever somebody does a great impression of somebody singing, because Jamie Foxx sang all those songs. Yeah. So you, you, are you a fan of Kilmer doing? Uh, Kilmer is a better Jim Morrison than Jim Morrison was in The Doors. I never saw The Doors. Because, whoa, yeah. wow. It's, okay. It's kind of like a well, lose, you lose. should go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> it, when it comes to this, it's like a lose-lose because you know if uh, if they do Bohemian Rhapsody where he's lip-syncing, you know he's lip-syncing, yes. and yes. then if yeah. he sings like uh, like Elton John and um and Rocket Man, then you're like, well, the, he sounds good, but he's not Elton, and so it's, right. it's a lose-lose. Right. But I'm I'm okay. I get what you're saying, yeah. John, but I'm okay with because Jennifer Hudson's so crazy talented. Right. Of I'm okay with yeah. her doing her cover of Aretha Franklin and seeing what the rest yeah. of the movie's about. Yeah, for sure. Well, certainly we're going to see that church stuff, uh, which is one of her most famous uh, albums when she did a live concert did there in the church. Did you see that movie, uh, the documentary, John? That documentary, I did. I watched it on a plane back from uh, a set visit. Uh, Neon did a great job of that documentary. And yeah, I wanted to watch that. It, it is. It is. But, it, like, don't come in thinking you're going to get some exciting documentary. Just sit back in your, rela- in your chair and relax and just enjoy Aretha for two hours because that's what you're basically nice. getting. And it's it's a joy to do uh, that. Speaking of trailers, guys, <laughs> we've got a new Soul Teaser coming out, uh, the latest uh, film from Pixar. Well, let's 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 table that for a second. I think Brett's got oh, something yes, to tell that's us. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Brett, Brett, get into this. You know what's get worse into... than somebody not sounding like Aretha Franklin? Oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <if you're... laughs> let's go back to soul. Let's go back to the soldier. <laughs> All right, Brett, go ahead. And Kate, you're not allowed to speak immediately afterwards. By the way, um, I'll mute myself. So if you're still using one of those big wireless providers this year, ask yourself a question. What are you paying for? Besides expensive retail stores, inflated prices, hidden fees, you're being taken advantage of because you know that they know that you'll pay. So enter Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile provides the same premium network coverage you're used to, but at a fraction of the cost because everything is online. Mint Mobile saves retail locations and overhead and passes the savings directly to you. Um, so yeah, I mean, we all have horrible, you know, wireless bills that we've dealt with for years and, you know, there is, it's always like, oh, it's going to be this much a month and they tack on this, 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 and this. Mint Mobile isn't going to do that to you. Mint Mobile makes it easy to cut your wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month. Every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text. With Mint Mobile, stop paying for unlimited data you'll never use. Choose between 3, 8, and 12 gigabytes of 4GT. 4G LTA data. Man, I'm talking good today. Use your own phone with Mint Mobile Plan and keep your same phone number along with existing context. Uh, Ditch your old wireless bill and start saving with Mint Mobile. Here's what we got to do. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, get mintmobile.com slash SCN live. That's mintmobile.com slash SCN live. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mm. Mint Mobile. slash I'm done. Uh, mintmobile.com slash SEN live. I need to do one thing. I need to put these on next time because I am going blind. Okay. All right, but that's 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 the essentials of it. We'll 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 fix that in post, right, guys? Um, uh, yeah. Sure. No, but I mean, fifteen bucks a month. I between my wife and I, we pay a hundred something because it starts out with the major one, and then you per phone, it's like it says twenty five bucks a month. But you know, you're paying like thirty five, forty. You know, I, I think this is a great deal, and everybody should check it out. Absolutely, thank yeah. you, Brett. Appreciate you, that. Brett. All right, All right on, uh, uh, let's move new, on. <laughs> brand new soul teaser. 
Uh, so this stars uh, Jamie Foxx. I just, just want to say. No. Sorry to interrupt, ben. No. I just want to no. say. I just want to say. No. I'm going to mute myself no. while I say it. I'm going <laughs> to mute myself while I say it. RB3, take her out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Cody Chestnut. Uh, all right, sorry, okay, I'm sorry. done. Joe Gardner, voice of uh, Jamie Foxx, a middle school band teacher, gets the chance of a lifetime to play at the best jazz club in town. But one small misstep takes him to the streets of New York City to the great before, a fantastical place where new souls get their personalities, quirks, and interests before they go to Earth. Mm. Determined to return to his life, Joe teams up with the precocious soul 22, voice of Tina Fey, who has never understood the appeal of the human experience. As Joe desperately tries to show 22 uh, what's great about living, he may just discover the answers to life's some most important questions. Mm -hmm. So, how'd you guys like this latest teaser? I loved it. I thought it was great. It's only a minute long. But they focus on the fact, and they, look, smart. You know, it's having Black Lives Matter is out there. People are aware of this stuff now. You know, this entire trailer is all about exploring Joe's world. His world where his grandma's in there, his friends are in there, people are in there, his students. This is all about Joe's world. And it looks very much, you know, it is his black experience in this world, you know. And I love that. It's just focused on his world. There's universal stuff that you can connect to no matter where you come from or what you've, how you've been raised. But you get a good uh, window into what they're going to focus on in his world. I hope that's fleshed out. I hope that's a really good lived-in world that we can exist in. But it was very sweet. And what he had to say about, you know, like pursuing your passion, pursuing your dream. Um, I'll, I'll ask a sec, a follow-up question after that. But what did you guys think of the trailer? Uh, it's the first time I've watched it. I didn't know um, anything. I heard heard about it, but I hadn't hmm. seen any trailers, and I, I really enjoyed it. I don't think it gave me uh, too much. It gave me enough just to get me excited about it. I know I'm going to cry during it, 100%. <laughs> um, maybe three to five to 30 times. But, um, yeah, I think it's a great story, and I I'm, 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 I'm love to watch that with my kids. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I thought I thought the, the, the teaser was absolutely phenomenal. I love yeah. that it it kind of feels like it was from the beginning of the movie, so it doesn't like really spoil anything. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it like gives you kind of an idea of who this character is and like the world they're going to explore. Um, I got to say, I mean, between this trailer and the Hamilton trailer, which we're going to talk about in a second, and they also mm -hmm. premiered the uh, Blackest King trailer from Beyonce. That's also coming on Disney+. Plus. Mm -hmm. I mean, Disney Disney showed, like, three exclusive trailers for the BET Awards, so they're really going ham and, like, uh, and, and you know, expressing black, black stories and black storytelling and all that kind of stuff. So I really appreciate it on that level, and I think this is Pixar's opportunity to really do something game-changing with um, represent representing um, a strong, like, African-American character as part of their films, because these are like super big and global movies, so I'm super excited about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh cool. Just right, cool. Um, internet's nope. being wonky. Oh, okay. Uh, I didn't get a chance to. Like to... You just said. Oh, go ahead. Oh. Go ahead, Kate. You're good. No, no, You're you, back. you, you. Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch this no, one, no. but the last okay. two trailers I've really enjoyed for Soul. Um, uh, the, the first teaser trailer was my favorite because it really uh, put the music first and that's yeah. what I'm really looking forward to in this movie just like Coco I'm really looking forward to the music of this movie um, but yeah uh, Roka what you got yeah quick follow up quick, look, this is a great 
the 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 what he says in the trailer right let's think about this i want to ask the fans too please send in your super chat stream labs get we're gonna turn the schmobot on we should turn it on now i guess uh, yeah yeah schmobot yeah, uh, schmobot on. is on now uh yeah. guys so schmobot is on start sending them in yeah. i still have the the stream labs from friday there's a few left over from friday okay we're gonna go through those okay. and then don't forget we need a topic for the top of the hour to go through with you guys so yeah. make sure you guys send in some questions about uh, favorite Pixar movie, best Pixar perform. You guys want to do that? Like best Pixar moment? Christian texted me this morning. He wants to do uh, best uh, best director and your favorite movie from that director. What do you guys okay. think? Uh, Got it. I like that. Sounds good. I like that. Yeah, director best, and uh, their best movie. Your favorite director and their best movie. So favorite the, director and their best movie. Got yeah, it. So start that. sending the things in for that and your Streamlabs and Super Chats. And remember, these Streamlabs are the ones that keep us afloat, keep us alive, keep us all coming back. Uh, yep. So please contribute today and, and help us get uh, into a, a good spot to start the week. But yeah, my, my question to you guys is, is this idea of... Is this message still valid now? We've heard this message so many times. Follow your dreams. Follow your passion. Follow your soul. But then we get out in that real world and there's someone who like doesn't want to let you follow your passion. There's someone who doesn't want to let you in the room because you're black or you're, got different, or you're a minority or you're a woman or whatever. Like these ideas or is this actually the perfect time for this message to finally get through because studios and companies and people are, are and entities are just way more aware of being inclusive now than they ever have been. It seems like this year over the last few couple of months or last few months, is this message now the right time for it to actually have a strong effect on people uh, uh, who watch it? I think, I think it could be both. I think it could, you know, like you can take that grain of salt with this message, uh, you know, especially like the follow your dreams. And there's, you know, a, a question I want to ask RB3, uh, but uh, about yours, John, like, there is like no better time like to, to portray this movie because now studios have been like people were the protests and everything like are putting like almost like the boot to the neck of these studios to be like no like we're done and you know that that article came out about oh lean and dunham presented a page and a half of yeah. of a script with no notes and no characters and she got girls and everyone was like cool like yeah. there's so many other uh uh people of color uh who had like years and years of experience yeah, and still yeah. can't even get in the room. That's nepotism and, and connections, man. That's yeah. What that is. yeah. And so, um, so it can be a little bit of both. And like, I think Pixar's the right <clears throat> studio and Disney's the right studio to handle it because okay. like they do have very adult themes along with their they kids do. movies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you think RB? Yeah, no, I, I do think that I think uh, I think this is definitely a prime time to show, to start, to start having more inclusiveness and more representation. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I think that when you look at, movies like Black Panther being one of the biggest Marvel movies ever. We look at stuff like Girls Trip being one of the biggest like comedies we saw recently. Mm. Um, there's time and time and again Curtis where there's... Curtis donated $20. Oh, thank you, Curtis. Oh, hey, y'all, I think you guys skipped over my Schmobot impression request on Friday. Mm. It was Arnold and Irish Rokas scolding RB3's indignant white man for not wearing a mask. Thank you, friends. <laughs> hmm. oh, that's a good Ooh. one. Who Sorry, wants to do we'll, Arnold? We will, get, we will get to that. Yeah. Kate will do Arnold. Yeah, I'll do Arnold. Yeah, Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, but yeah, just in general, though, you know, and it sucks that and the reality doesn't align with the, or at least the reality up until this point hasn't aligned with the escapism. Josh donated $20. Mm. This is just to say thank you to all of the amazing women of the Schmodown. This community is amazing, but even we can be better. Let's drown yep. out negativity with love and support. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I'm gonna just finish this real quick. Um, yep. But yeah, I think I think yeah, it's, it's it's important the representation, even though that's not really what the reality reflects. I hope the reality can start reflecting that. And yeah. I, I think that showing change through media and through movies and through comic books and TV shows um, will start to lead to that progression and start leading yeah. to that. And I think overall, I think the way that we really solve that is having leadership, black leadership and people of color leadership, not just from in front of the camera or not just as a director, as a writer, as an editor. You need executives who are black. You need yeah. Yeah. Um, you need you need producers. You need everybody at the top. You need top down structural reform, not just lateral reform like in front of the camera. You need reform mm. at, at the top, too. So hopefully Disney starts implicating that as well. Well, I mean, it seems like with who they got involved uh, with this uh, uh, movie, you know, to make sure it was authentic. Uh, I have my notes on this. I want to make sure I bring this up. Uh, they had uh, 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 Kemp, uh, co-director and screenwriter Kemp Powers and Pete Docter, uh, producer Dana Murray. They partnered with American anthropologist and educator Dr. Janetta Cole and globally renowned jazz pianist John Batiste. Uh, to do to put this all together, uh, uh, Dr. Cole and Batiste lent their expertise to the jazz arrangements, arrangements and compositions in Seoul. So that I think that's that speaks volumes to how they're approaching it, just like they did with Coco, right? I mean, it's a very authentic film when you're watching it about that culture, and I, it sense I sense here we're going to actually get an authentic film about jazz, right? I don't want to hear smooth jazz. Jazz is not smooth jazz. But Flippin' sakes, to being donated you know, twenty dollars. Uh, think Flash Robot was lost. No big here's more money. With Hollywood oh. reevaluating oh. films like Gone this, with the Wind but... and others, when are we going to talk about The Greatest Showman? The music's great, good message, <laughs> but Barnum was a monster person. Thanks. We did talk about that. We were talking about that the whole time when that film came out. So, But the film's not about him. The film, yes, it's about him, but it's not really about him. It's about the message of inclusion and uh, diversity and accepting people for what they are. And when you don't, how you can lose everything when you don't. So that's really what it's all about. He's just a Actually, vessel for that message. I don't know about P.G. Barnum. What I never and I never. Oh, saw he the was a terrible him. person. Yes, he was. Like the like, movie should what, have been like, like a P.T. Barnum type. Like mm. you should have like kind of uh, gotten like the conclusion that oh, this could have been P.T. Barnum. Yes, yeah, fair. It didn't need to be him. Like yeah. Totally what, like terrible, like um, he abused animals. He was uh, oh. uh, bad to his employees. He was uh, I don't know if he was racist or not. I don't know that deep or anything like that, but he was. I mean, let's go with probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's go with problematic. He was problematic. Let's just say that. So yeah. a lot involved with PP. Okay. But, but, but why? Why is that the hill to die on? I don't think P.T. Barnum is the hill to die on. There's other movies that you can die on. Let's kill Breakfast at Tiffany's. Let's never show that movie again. But, you know, yeah. people will go insane about that. That terrible portrayal that Mickey Rooney does of that of the Asian character in that movie. Oof, uh, it's it's ridiculous. That film should yeah. never see the light of day or should also have a, a warning ahead of time for it as well. Yeah. Not mm. just Gone with the Wind. Um, yeah. Speaking of which, guys, like, you know, thank you for sending in your super... Your, 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 uh, that 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 Schmobot and again you don't have to do that. Uh, yeah. I can actually replay them. So I was gonna get to when we we're gonna replay them once we start getting into the yeah. conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. more. But I still have, there's still take one care more. Of you? Yeah, yeah. Don't <laughs> have to. If you want to give us more money, sure. Please give <laughs> sure. us yeah. Money. RB, RB, yeah. keep it down. Let them give yeah. the money. What's the money? Come <laughs> we all want to stay alive here, man. Uh, all right, all right. What are we on to next, man? Uh, what do we have next? Oh, Hamilton. Hamilton came out with a trailer as well. And that is coming out July 3rd. We've been waiting for, you know, Broadway just announced today that it is closed till January 3rd of 2021 at the soonest. Uh, So God bless Broadway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
they're There's doing the right thing. Doing the right uh, but Hamilton thing. Hamilton is coming out on Disney Plus uh July third. Uh, and it came out with a brand new trailer. I purposely didn't watch it because I've heard a few Hamilton songs, but I have not seen the movie. Mm, yeah. I've, obviously, I haven't seen the Broadway show. So I'm trying to go in as blind as I can. So you guys go ahead. What yeah. do you think of this Hamilton trailer? I'll just give you a little glimpse into it. Hamilton, Flamilton, Jamilton, Mamilton, Hamilton, Pamilton. No. Um, <laughs> that's just a little now thing. Now you ruined head. the best song in the show. That's the best song in the show, I think. Oh. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Flamilton, Hamilton, Hamilton, Pamilton. No, um, I'm with, I'm with Ben. I don't, know, I don't know anything about it. I'd like to see it, and I don't want to, like, you know, ruin any of the songs and i and i joke about the beat poetry <laughs> style of uh of of rap um but no uh uh yeah i just i'm with ben i don't know if you really need to keep showing trailers for this because it's i don't know what you're going to show that's any different than what what they yeah. showed you the first time counterpoint yes <laughs> the the court would like to recognize miss mulligan ah ladies and gentlemen of the jury what i would like to say miss mulligan will you surrender your time <laughs> <laughs> not surrender my time i basically um i so somebody i'm somebody who i knew all the music first we we got the album we got, actually got the lp we Ooh. i was i was in love i just lo i love the music i just love it it's just a style that i like i love the story it tells it's a story i didn't know um and i also think like it makes jose you donated 100 dollars oh, oh. hush and take our money I keep love everything you all do. Keep up the great content. Thank you, Jose. Thank very, you. very kind. Thank, Thank you, Jose. Jose. I will hush any day of. Any we will be back tomorrow. <laughs> slow down, Ben. Slow down. Slow oh, down. I mean, what would I mean? Let's, no, get, no. let's get five more of those, and we'll be good. All right, go ahead, Kate. Go ahead. So anyway, so um, I so to me, then I went and saw I, when it was out in L.A. I was able to get like real discount tickets because it's so expensive. But I got to see Tim it Sam and donated twenty dollars. As yes, John Roker once said about Hamilton a while ago, the First Amendment, yo. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of that oh, spoken really? words. It's not my oh, jam. What it. you just did was better than what I've seen. In it. But like, oh, it's just not my oh, thing. Okay. It's not my thing. It's not my thing. Yo, the First Amendment. I get the speech by me. The oh. It's just not. It's not for me, oh, man. It's not you, my. It's not of a my 1776 stuff. 1776 fan with uh, Mr. Feeny singing a song about flying kites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now we're talking. We're actually gonna do 1776 on the Cinephiles. I watched it this weekend. That's my. That's my jam right there. Sit down, John. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Wow. Kate? <laughs> try, to, try to talk, Kate. I Go actually, ahead. No, <laughs> listen, I will always concede defeat to the Schmobop. Um, but to old Roca, I don't know, man. That. <laughs> woo! You said that the, the First Amendment. I'm like, that. no one even ever talks about that. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> toast to the groom. Look at look groom, at Kate Well actualing John about Hamilton. I know. I, I mean, <laughs> well, oh, actually, <laughs> well, John, it's actually him. Well, actually, mm. yeah, really, when you talk about Hamilton, it really just gotta come from a place of economic uh, and uh, historical scholarship. Uh, it's really something profound they're doing here. So I don't believe it. Don't believe it. Uh, <laughs> old white men start having a stroke halfway through. Following oh. your dreams has always been relevant. However, with the current status of the world, following your dreams is more challenging than ever. But on the same token, following your dreams message is being heard now more loud and more clear mm. than ever. I know. Great point, Brandon. Thank and thank you, so you for much, the $100 Brandon. donation. Very, very oh, sweet of you. But yes, we're in a weird time. We're like, we've heard those 
stories before. We've kind of deluded ourselves that it was possible. And then we get into the real world situations and we have to kind of pay bills and pay mortgages and take care of our kids and do whatever. And so you make sacrifices and a lot of people end up pretty embittered by the fact that they couldn't follow their dreams for whatever reason. Hell, It's a Wonderful Life is one of those stories. He wanted to go travel the world and see everything, but the responsibility of his world put him in the situation with an incredible wife, beautiful kids, and still he wanted to kill himself because of one mistake. And that those those things that, like, you know, you can't discount that. So it's a, it's interesting time right now. Like, yeah, the message, is it falling on deaf ears or is it actually the right time for it? So it's, it's, a, it's interesting. Yeah, interesting. So I got, I got a quick question to ask. Jose uh, Yellow you know, donated twenty dollars. And I'll ask you. Oh snap! Was that a hundred? Jose. Oh well. And by the way, you'll pass on Hamilton too. Not my jam. <laughs> Thank you, Jose. Wait, we feel it. Do we think he accidentally he meant to send ten and instead he sent hundred? I don't know. Hey, don't tell Ooh. him. Shh, don't tell him. Okay, don't tell him. <laughs> uh, so expectations. Uh, All your dreams, Jose. Has anyone yep. here seen Hamilton? Like seen yes. it on stage? I have not. Yes. You did, Kate? That's what I was going. That's what I was going to say. Is that uh, I actually because I knew the music so well, I had sort of envisioned it in my head in a certain way. Mm. And then to see it, um, I also think I <clears throat> I've been with the original cast. I had been listening to the original cast, and I oh. actually love how when people step into those parts, they make them their own. They do this trill on this note, or do they? You know what I mean? It's their own voices. It's whatever. Yeah. I will say that. Anybody can do Hamilton better than Lin-Manuel Miranda. He is, <laughs> I'll tell you what, he is an unbelievable genius. There is no question about it. It's not, sing, singing is not his special skill yeah. in the world. Yeah. And, so, and so the man that I saw do Hamilton in L.A. had a, had a, a singing voice. I was like, oh, my God, listen <clears> to <throat> how this part sounds. Yeah. Now, gotcha. um, but that being said, seeing this trailer, which is just even if you like if you're somebody who knows the music even a little, they hit like certain notes. They like it's the stage, the way that mm. you want, like it's it gives it gets you so amped to see this thing. I'm like, nice. oh, my God. Um, yeah. RB3, uh, didn't white guy. How do you feel about um, black people playing some white cl- characters um, from history? <laughs> um, well, you know, you really go back to the, the 17th century. There wasn't any black people out there. It was just a, it was kind of a more of a you know white society. You know what I'm saying? So it's it really, uh, you know, it's really complicated. I think they're not really representing history the way I really uh, studied it my entire life and my multiple PhDs from University of Phoenix. So I just, I really just, uh, I don't know. I don't know about that one, Brett. I don't know. University of Phoenix. You have to say, like, I'm all for diversity, but it's just, yeah. not, <laughs> it's just not historically accurate. It's not historically accurate at all. Oh him was a white man. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, besides Kate, like, how are we dealing with the expectations of this? That's what I want to know. Because this is, you know, it's been hyped for so long. Mm. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe it's maybe uh, we can temper them because, you know, we're seeing it probably like, in our, on our computer screens or on our TVs rather yeah. than like in in a theater. But uh, are the expectations going to be super high for everyone? And are we expecting kind of like a, well, it wasn't that good, you know, on Friday? <laughs> I I have a weird well, example, but my yeah. daughter watched uh, Shrek the Musical. That is a um, weird example. The, the live <laughs> thing over and over again. And I, it was it was enjoyable. It was a, it was a mm. tele, you know, they took several performances and did it. And um, I even enjoyed it. And a lot of the songs were fun and stuff like that. So I think some of these things, yeah. if they're filmed right 
Um, and they take, and they're they're actually you could probably get a better experience from this because they're going to pull all the greatest knights. You you might get an off night for some of the characters if you go to the live performance. Mm. But I think you know I think it could you know, people can deal with it if if they just buy into the fact that yes they're just filming the live production. Is that what it is? Is that what it is? That's all. It's, it's, it's a series just, yeah. of live performances, and they took out the best. Oh, see, I well, thought they filmed they this specifically. I, I don't know why I'm speaking on it. But like it is, but it is okay. basically just a filmed version of the stage show. So yes, yeah, I, I did think, see that, I, but I didn't I know if like they've shot it. Certain things that on stage. really like. I think there's going to be things that are lost, obviously, because it's sort of like, well, what, what is the, yeah. this, this is not spectacular because you're not seeing it live. Like this, this stagecraft isn't spectacular. Right. Um, but I think like David Diggs' performance, he plays um, the French guy who's escaping me. Plus, he plays yep. Thomas Jefferson. That Thomas Jefferson entrance, there's nothing like, like it's. I don't. I think that is going to jump off the screen. I actually wrote. I would be interested. I know you're not into the music. I would be interested to know if you like it more. If you're into it more when you see it performed. Yeah, yeah. I want to watch it. I'm yeah. a musicals guy, so to me, I love musicals. Uh, so I, I want to see if I enjoy it because I mean, it, I, I, it's not the first time I'd be wrong. I mean, I thought Assassins was a terrible, terrible musical. Yeah. I listened to it on CD, right. and then I watched the show, and I was like, oh, actually, this makes more sense where the songs hit. So sometimes, you know, when I saw into, the, I listened into the woods and Sunday in the park with George before I saw the stage, and I loved the music and the stage production just yes, only accentuated yeah. what I already loved. So yeah, you're I'd right. I might see I mean, it and actually yeah, I, yeah. I'm gonna thoroughly to enjoy. Fourth of July and say how it's. <laughs> yeah. okay. Okay. I'll be in Big Bear, but okay. <laughs> all righty. Uh, find me there. We are going to get a yeah. little early. That is all the news. The only other thing is that um, uh, Zachary Quinto told comicbook.com that they are no longer involved in any of the Star in any of the talks of Star Trek sequels. Uh, there's nothing in development for any uh, any movies right now cuz he's talking about Discovery and Picard on CBS Plus. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so Real quick, would you guys want another bad robot, you know, Kelvin timeline, whatever it's called, uh, that Star Trek crew? Because I love them. I loved all three of the movies. I know Into Darkness is kind of the the black sheep of it, but uh, I, I still really liked. I liked all three of them, and I would really be down, and especially because they had plans of like bringing in Chris Hemsworth, because you know, because yeah. before in two thousand nine, Chris Hemsworth was nobody. But now he's Chris Hemsworth, so they were going to do some time travel and bring him back as Kirk's yeah. dad. I That that sounded perfect. Uh, how do you guys feel about yeah. that? Just real quickly before we get into these Streamlabs. Well, I'm a massive Star Trek fan. I enjoyed the first one, the 2009 one. I did enjoy Into the Darkness until the really the real, real last end of the movie. Uh, and then I just kinda, you just kind of have to forgive it because it's such a great build uh, the third one, I thought was just like, it felt like an episode of a TV show. So I didn't quite love it as much as I did the first two. But I would love to see them all come back and do it. Um, I haven't enjoyed Quinto and much anything else. Like, I tried that AMC horror show of his, and I was like, this is boring as hell. So I, I would like to see him do the Spock stuff uh, there. And Pine is great as Kirk. I never thought anybody could follow up Shatner. And I thought he did a fantastic job. Uh, as Shatner, yeah, it's a great crew overall. You know, Zoe Saldana and everybody involved in it. How do you replace Anton Yelchin? That's a thing you have to confront there in that situation as well. But overall, I love to see. Uh, do this Trekkies come back. prefer this format in in a televised? Form? I mean, uh, they, they prefer love the term more? Trekkers, by the way. Trekkers. Oh. Sure, I was just going to say Trekkers. 
prefer. Oh, see, yeah, yeah. you can't. You know what? It Actually, what the uh, fuck we're you not say? Trekking. You're always wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Do some research, Brett. A Trekkie Fans is a child. A Trekker is a person. <laughs> do they prefer it they in a long form televised, you know, or do they want these movies? Do or do they want more things like Picard? I'm not a fan. I don't, I don't know. you know, I don't. It's a split situation. Like uh, I interviewed Mance uh, on my show on the Outlaw Nation show, and he just thought Picard was and uh, Discovery are too violent. Really? He's just, they're too violent. And R&B felt the same way. He's a big Star Trek. He hates all the new Star Trek. But, like, they both felt it was too violent. And so they're not fans of it. But then there are people like me who are, okay. who are just as okay. big of a fan right. as they are. I'm and muting, I loved it. I'm muting myself. So, I'm muting myself. All right, what are you saying, Kate? Are you saying something? <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. I, I've heard the same thing, though, is that a lot of uh, traditional Star Trek fans didn't like uh, Discovery. Oh, God. I'm, I'm ignoring her. I'm ignoring her. <laughs> Um, I didn't like a. Yes, guys. Okay. <laughs> yes, I am. The uh, lioness. Yeah. Uh, she she went and stormed some Adderall real quick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, That's a long time ago. Uh, no, but like uh, people, I I know it's kind of it's kind of both with Picard and Discovery of like yeah, yeah. like you said, Roka, like it, some original Star Trek fans feel like it's trying too hard to be Star Wars. And yeah, focusing yeah. too much on the action and not like, you know, the the conflict of like creating a utopia like the original series was about. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I RB3, what do you think? Uh, did you like the the JJ and uh, Justin Lin ones? Um, um, yeah, I actually really enjoyed uh, the first Star Trek a lot. It's actually mm. probably, if not my favorite, one of my favorite JJ Abrams movies, honestly. Um, I wow. think he yeah. did a really good job with that. Um, I enjoy it beyond as well. And even Into Darkness, I liked a lot of parts of it, too, like like everybody here, here kind of said, but I do think that um, I, I was excited for the direction they were going to go into with bringing back Chris Hemsworth as potentially like the father and having yeah. playing with, with timelines there. I thought that was going to be really exciting. Um, but unfortunately, if it doesn't work out, um, I'm, I hope that they can figure out a way that they could get the new cast back, maybe interlinked with the Picard crew or the Discovery crew. I don't mm. really know how the timeline works, but if not, then, you know, we got to live with it. We got to accept it. Um, I hope they, if they do recast, I hope they find um, uh, uh, talent, if not equal, if not greater to what they, they have here. Because I think they've really found a lot of good it's chemistry. It's going to be tough. Yeah, I yeah, think the chemistry. That, that is like seven A-listers right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, they, and they found them all before they were like really big, too. Like, yeah, so, yeah. That was Zoe yeah. Sedona before Avatar. That was Chris Pine before Wonder Woman. That yep. was, um, <clears throat> I, I mean, everybody. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, so. Quinto John coming Cho. out of Heroes. Quinto yeah. coming out of Heroes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I hope. I hope they have a chance to 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 redo it again, but um, frankly, Tyler Perry. <laughs> they just pulled him out of obscurity. I don't know where he came from. Um, but that yeah. was such a rude awakening when he was right? in the courtroom. Like, and it's like this like tight zoom on Tyler Perry. You're like, like what, what are you what doing here? Jack <laughs> Harris, what are you doing in the Matrix? What are you doing here, Tyler Perry? It was weird, yeah. Yeah, and no, I love it. But I hope, I hopefully hopefully they recast and they recast good because it's going to be tough to, to top that cast for sure. It is yeah. tough. You know what else All is right. tough to top? Uh, Brett Sheridan's uh, reads on, uh, on uh, promotions. Oh. What do you got, Brett? What do you got next? Well, thank you for giving that lead in so I can put my spectacles on. <laughs> oh, Brett's got something to tell us. Brett, what do you got? <laughs> well, you know, with the reopening around the cool corner, there's a chance. Cool donated $20. Oh. Oh. You're slacking Goddard. Ha ha, I might have missed it, but I don't think you guys talked about Marco Robbie being cast in a whole new take on yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. It's True. not the reboot from Disney that they are also doing. Yeah, we okay. can touch on that after Brett's done. Yeah. I, I, so I, no, you and I want to bring this up. You for fucking got that, Ben? 
We talked pre-show. We talked about this. You look right, at me. I'll I'll scold you, you after the show. Uh, oh, am I looking at the wrong spot? Ben's here on my I'm screen. I'm trying to look where you're looking. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, well, yeah, on that note, uh, <laughs> with the reopening around the corner, there's a chance no one has seen your balls in a few months. Oh, um, so, oh, that's. I mean, what a sad. I mean, uh, quarantine and all, but you know. So don't ruin your uh, first post-quarantine date with a ball fro. Uh, would you show up to the first day of school without a haircut? Hell no. Manscaped is here to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. I'm going to go around the world, uh, go around the world and ask everyone. This might take about a um, uh, millennium. Um, but when was the last time you shaved your balls? Kate, you go first and we'll just go around the horn. I've <laughs> never shaved my balls. How dare you? How Don't you know that I... ball hair is disgusting? Yes. Um, listen. I the lawnmower <laughs> lawn 3.0 is the best hygiene tool for the modern man. <laughs> uh, it has ceramic blade and skin safe technology. Your snags will be reduced by preparing yourself for post quarantine life. And mm. I will say that I, I will say that I've used to use like a regular like hair razor that I would uh, clean after this, but having something specifically for this job is very nice. And I have nicked my balls before, and it is not fun. So they're changing the whole grooming game with their Perfect Package 3.0 Essential Kit. The 3.0 comes with the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0, water resistance, cordless body trimmer, performance boxer briefs. I'm wearing them right now. They're ball heaven. Uh, a travel bag for you to use when you're done quarantine. The Perfect Package 3.0 comes with a crop preserver and crop. Reviver. Yes, these are products to spray and rub on your balls. How good is that? The Crop Preserver is an anti-chaving ball deodorant that ensures that your afternoon stroll doesn't end up with your ball sticking to your leg. Not fun at all. Mm. The Crop Reviver is a spray-on toner for your balls. It's made with smooth aloe and witch hazel that gives your balls just a little boost. When you get to be the age of Roka and myself, they need a little boost. Or else they're going <laughs> to touch you. The, the tub when you dip down to turn it on subscribers to the peak hygiene plan get a new replacement blade refill of your lawnmower trimmer delivered to your door every three months make sure your trimmer stays fresh and clean like your balls the light is at the end of the tunnel fellows treat yourself by making it through quarantine with the lawnmower 3.0 so this is the cool thing you get 20 percent off with free shipping with the code sen20 at manscape.com 20 percent off free shipping with the code SCN20 at manscaped.com. Gosh darn it. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use SCN20. Your first date will thank you. Oh, all right. I thank you, Brett. Strong statements, Brett. Strong statements. Yes. I'm no joke. That sounds like I'm making shit up for an ad, but have you ever nicked your balls trying to... It's like yes. blood, it's Blood City right yeah. down there. Wow. It's like it's like wow. a it's like the, the rest, it's like the wrestler, you know, one little nick on the <laughs> yeah, forehead and true. Who the lottie? There's a that's lot right. of blood vessels down there. Yeah, yeah. All right, what are we talking about? A new Pixar film? That's or? why you have uh, yeah black underwear. That's why you have black underwear. Uh, yeah, let's move on uh, to the Margot Robbie situation. Yes, really quick to answer that Streamlabs. Margot Robbie, Christina Hodson is writing that movie. It is going to be its own movie, but still in the Pirates universe. It apparently has nothing to do with uh, Johnny Depp's uh, universe he's created. That's the other one they're doing. So Margot Robbie, Christina Hodson. Hodson, who, of course, wrote Bumblebee and Birds of Prey. Uh, She's writing Batgirl and uh, The Flash as well. So 
uh, jumping out into this uh, Pirates uh, situation with Margot Robbie. And, you know, there have been rumors, guys, and uh, Kate, that uh, Kate uh, Karen Gillan was going to be involved in somehow playing that new red-headed pirate that's on uh, Disneyland now and the Pirates of the Caribbean Sorry. right now that's repla- replaced uh, the other pir- the pirate. So, like, this is kind of surprising that she's I'm, jumping I'm in. Un- I'm unclear. So... It takes place in the same world that Johnny Depp's takes place in, or not at all? Yeah, yeah, that the, all the but, Pirates but films Johnny take Depp place will not in. Yeah, be in this particular one. No, no, they're doing a separate one um, for the possibility of Johnny Depp being involved in it. But this one is a complete its okay. own universe, kind of like Hobbs and Shaw gotcha. without being a spinoff. Yeah, it's like it's isn't a sequel, yeah. spinoff, a reboot, rather a wholly original story with new characters under the Pirates yeah. moniker. Okay, so it's and like- I. The sea is and a I'm big just, place. I'm the just wondering place, because I love Margot Robbie, but we kind of saw that her alone won't get box office, especially in like a comic book movie. And everybody, like, regardless how you feel about Suicide Squad, everyone was like, Suicide Squad wasn't great, but Margot Robbie was. Right. And so her being Harley Quinn, everyone was looking forward to, and no yeah. one showed up for it. Like, it, not that it was like this flop or anything, it did fine. But it didn't do like the numbers they were expecting because of Margot Robbie yep. and like this female fronted comic movie being kick ass and it's Harley Quinn who everyone loves. And I'm like, I know the yep. pirates have been making less and less money for Disney, so I'm surprised at this a little bit. Um, I mean, granted, if mm. if there's going to be a female led film, like Margot Robbie's an A lister, so I get that. But it just seems yep. strange. Like, I, I get the reasons for it i'm oh, glad we get the, the close-up on rb3 yawning uh, but um but it, it just seems like a, a strange time for me that's all i'm saying yeah well i mean there were a lot of reasons why birds of prey didn't work i mean the pg-13 not having a pg-13 rating kind of hurt it a little bit also the the cast she surrounded himself they're all good but they're not that well known right mary elizabeth winstead not that many people know Mary Elizabeth Winston outside our bubble. Uh, Rosie Perez had been good and famous in the 90s, but not really for quite some time. So there were a number of people that weren't that well known uh, and the PG-13. I think that's the combo. So I think when you're looking at this, if you're Disney, you're like, we're definitely making a PG-13 film at least at the highest level of rate. Like we're PG-13 or below and we're surrounding it with other really strong uh, actors to come in and get the attention. Plus, it's Pirates of the Caribbean. That sells itself, you know, so hopefully they think i don't know that pirates of the caribbean yeah. sells if it doesn't have johnny depp okay i, mean, I feel like that's that fair is, i feel like and it's not that's not my personal opinion mm. i i'm i'm happy to see a spinoff or something yeah. else in the same world but i i just feel like when you when i went to that first movie i remember thinking like what is happening this is incredible what a what a performance what a character like mm-hmm. i just like the laugh out loud moments and then i feel well okay my <laughs> husband's showrunner is calling right now. Oh, oh okay. We By the way, when it. my internet went out earlier, no, it just comes onto the computer. When oh, my internet okay. went out earlier, I went out to look, and it was that both of my children had been placed on their Kindles to mm. watch TV because <laughs> Dickie had to take a work call. Gotcha. I've got two hours a day that I need <laughs> just, just two hours. <laughs> Dickie! <laughs> Yeah, I agree, though, Kate, because you saw in the first one, which the first one is The Curse of the Black Pearls, one of the best yeah. like Disney live action movies ever made. And me and Sabrina Ramirez are recasting it today at 430. No big deal. Nice plug. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, nice plug. I slipped it in there. Uh, but, uh, but after that, Disney saw that, whoa, people love Jack Sparrow. Yes. So let's make this very Jack Sparrow-centric. And the next four movies were all about Jack Sparrow. When right, the, right. In the first one, Will Turner was kind of the main character, 
and and you know Elizabeth Swan and stuff like that. But after that, it was like Jack, 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 and too much. Everyone was like, okay, cool cat eighty eight donated twenty dollars. Last Pirates movie made almost a billion dollars still, and it was all right, but still obviously a fan base. But Kate has a good point. Johnny was in all of them, so yeah, gonna be hard to sell. Yeah, it made seven hundred ninety-five million dollars worldwide, but it's only, uh, but it's second. Uh, in the list of film, uh, the franchises in terms of the box office, right? It it's only its box office only uh, 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 better than the first film. Every other installment did better than the most recent installment uh, financially. So yes, it made eight hundred million. That's not almost a billion. Is two hundred billion is a lot of dollars? So that's not <laughs> yeah. almost a billion dollars or two hundred million rather. <laughs> I'll is take a lot that two hundred million if you know it's almost. I, <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll take two hundred million. I'll take that oh, round cool. up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but it did do it did do it, which was surprising because this was in the heat of the Johnny Depp issues with Amber Heard and people turning on him, whatever. People still turned out. So, Kate, you might be right. Like the film, it well, works only yeah. with Johnny. But you know, you want to try. They're going to try. They want to try and see if what happens. Got to keep it lower budget, though. And, Mar- and Margot yeah. Robbie is, you know, she's gorgeous. She's and gorgeous. she's damn good. And she's a producer. And she's like, yes, all right. but I do feel like if if what we liked about Johnny Depp, it's not that he's a good-looking dude. It's, not, mm. it's because he was hilarious. It's yeah, because he had good this. Point. So if what they're trying to do is have a female Jack Sparrow-type character, then like I think then you get Kristen Wiig to do it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm more excited. Like, I'm I'm more excited about seeing like a comedian woman. Like, oh, I see. You get a Tiffany Haddish to play it. You get yeah, like, but Johnny Depp's not a comedian. Like, he know, just came up I'm, with that I'm character. Say- I know, but what I'm saying is, you undoubtedly we can agree mm. that his performance is comedic. So whether yes. or not he's a, what I'm saying is now knowing that the expectation is that there's this funny pirate, if that's what they're trying to achieve with Margot Robbie, is yeah. like to have like that. Then I think you have to put a more She's an incredible actress. I'm not saying mm-hmm. she's not, but I would think either for me, the allure would be like seeing like who could, who could have comedic chops in the way that Johnny Depp had comedic chops for this. Again, I know he wasn't cast. Ori- I know yeah. I didn't go see yeah. it originally because I'm like, oh, he's such a great comedian. I bet this is going to be funny. That was part of the surprise of it was like, whoa, Johnny Depp's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. The first movie was just such a happy accident with like yeah. the score and Johnny Depp almost getting fired for doing yeah. that character. And then, didn't he get nominated for an Oscar? He did get nominated for an Oscar mm. for that performance. Yes, that's so insane. Oh, yeah. It's so crazy. Well, Lead think, actor. Lead actor. Well, yeah. I think, I think, I think, just to go off what Kay was saying, I think their their thought process is that of like Johnny Depp is a dramatic actor who can do comedic stuff, so that's why he worked for Jack Sparrow. I think they're mm. thinking the same thing with Margot Robbie, and I think the Margot Robbie thing kind of works only because. We have seen her play Harley Quinn, which is like a very comedic esque character. Yeah. So I, I assume she's going to go very over the top with it. Um, that being said, though, I don't know if there's the same appetite for pirates as there is in the in the two thousands. I mean, yeah. when we like saw Transformers, the- is such a good example for that too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then we- same writer, same yeah. writer, Ben Christina Hotz. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Bumblebee. Yeah. Well, see, yeah. that's and that's what that's why I think it's funny too because I remember when I was a kid. When I was a kid, it was always either Pirates or Transformers. Like, you always mm. had to pick between those two. Like, you either were a Pirates fan or, or a Transformers fan. I hate you. Now, <laughs> what was that sentence? <laughs> no, it's true. You it's guys true. know that whole Pirates versus Transformers. <laughs> nah, nah, what about to. a crossover? 
Nah, crossover. I mean, that'd be interesting. But I mean, I just tell Michael Bay he'll do it. But that's see, but that's but you know, but for a I'm like Hanna Barbera or Lancelot Link. Which way are you going? But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. But that's why. But you know, when you look at a lot of people from our generation, we conflate those two things because they came out around the same time. But now you look at Transformers. That's pretty much almost done. It's on its mm. way out. And True. Pirates is kind of almost there too. So it's like it's kind of tough. I don't know. I hope they take a fresh spin on it. I hope it's cool and interesting. They could do. The best they can with Margaret Robbie because I do think she's an incredible actress. It depends yeah. on what kind of direction they're going to go in. Um, if it's you know it's supposed to be set in the same universe, I just don't know. For me personally, like I find the Pirates and Captain Phillips to be way more interesting than the Pirates <laughs> and the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. That's so a twist. yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. So it, it just wow. depends on what coming they're coming to do Disney with. Plus. Captain Phillips. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like to see them capture uh, Johnny Depp, capture uh, you know, Jack Sparrow. Also, oh, yeah. this. The, the headline of this is Robert Butler the Third supports the men that uh, pirated the ship. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. So to my Sim- Somalian brothers, man, we out here. <laughs> yeah. Easy. Easy. <laughs> do we want another Disney pirate, or do we want to see a gritty? I mean, if I were to see a female pirate film, I'd like to yeah. see one that's about a real female. There are a lot of notorious female pirates say, that yeah. were just brutal yeah. as hell. Yeah. And I mean, I think that would be more interesting than seeing a Disney. Watered down version of this a female pirate. This is Brett who wants to see something like Vikings because it gets him laid. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> nice. Exactly. Well, don't forget, we got the Streamlabs Super Chats and the, uh, the yes. Schmobot open now as we're barreling to the end of the show. We've got about 50 minutes left in the show. Yeah. Send us your favorite director and your favorite movie from the from that director as we kind of uh, you know answer all your Streamlabs, answer all your Super Chats now in the second half of the show. Uh, and send in your Schmobots as well. Get us into a good position financially to start this week because we love coming here. So please make it a, a positive situation for all of us to keep coming back and doing uh, the show. Uh, what do we got? To, oh, yeah, what's we up, do have, We do have one Schmobot that we have to replay okay. from the very right. beginning. Right. Um, this is coming from Helen. And Helen donated $30. Helen. Ooh, can't you, watch Helen. live. Glad that some TV and film production work has restarted. Just came through on the news that Broadway will be shut down until January. Not sure if other live performance venues will follow their example. Yeah. yeah. We're shut down until January. Shut down. Shut down. Shut down. We've got to reopen. We've got to reopen. Why don't we just all wear masks when we sing? Why is it white? Wait, why you got to call it the white way? Way a white call it something else. I don't know. I don't know. Is that the Hamilton thing? I don't know. (laughs) It's your task to wear a mask to do this task. You wear the mask. Wow. Wow. Somebody just straight up. Who refused to do a rap? Now- <laughs> <laughs> we weren't gonna bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's a backstage. This is backstage. Take a drink. Yeah. No, that's in the backstage show. All right, uh, Fifty Shades right. of Geek. All right, I'm uh, finishing up Fridays, guys, and then okay. we're getting into there. But yes, send in your schmobots about uh, favorite director and your favorite movie from that director. Mm-hmm. 830 people watching, only 300 likes. Let's get up to 500. Oh, no. before we get out of here, guys. 30 people don't like us. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, guys, make sure you're what, liking. What is this the- real life? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm These not having two. you on the show together. Anymore. These two. <laughs> Don't you have your own Patreon show to get this all out of your system? Yes! <laughs> Speaking of You know what? Start scheduling the Schmodown shows back again. Right. So <laughs> oh, they did. It was at two again. <laughs> <laughs> he sure did. Sure did. 
Uh, finally we got know. my attack Peter All hoodie. 12 people that watched us told us. Yep. <laughs> uh, 50 Shades of Geek finally got my attack Peter SCN hoodie, and I'm wearing it to every Schmodown match that I watch, even nice. though it's so hot right now. I don't care. I got to represent. Also, hey, Brett. Hey. <laughs> uh, dip and wipe. Even if I did go back to the theater to see a new movie, I definitely wouldn't be getting any food or drinks because I'd have to take my mask off to eat. So the theater still wouldn't be getting any money because the ticket price goes to the studio. Mm. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, ben Rayner, another great so dip and wipe's a great name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Another I great acting I performance in, is Tom Hanks in Castaway. Just about a guy who never gives up and continues to survive and determination to stay alive and get home. Yep. Yep. Very true. Uh, Agent 666, PTC. Favorite John Belushi was always Blues Brothers. Tim said donated $20. Nope. Shout out to A Certain Point of View for hosting Ladies Appreciation Night last night. Yeah. However, only around 120 people watched it live. It's not hmm. enough. We need thousands more seeing this. Go to their YouTube channel and see this. It's moving and must see. Okay. Ooh. Cool. I like it. Yeah, that was that was a great night last night. Uh, yeah. Certain point of view. Kate was on there. It was good stuff. It was good stuff, Kate. Yeah, I I wasn't able to watch all of it because I you okay. know, it was right around bedtime. But um, what I caught, I got to cut, catch uh, Emma Fife and Rachel Cushing and Mara yeah. Knopic, um, and like I was like requoting things Mara said to Dickie later. I was like, she said it's like when you go to a restaurant. <laughs> like I was like, <laughs> it was like I just it was it was great. You know, I personally wasn't able to speak I, I know what the the problem that exists exists i've been lucky enough for whatever reason to not be on yeah. the receiving end of that i think it's easier when you're a manager and you're playing a big character but mm -hmm. i think everybody knows like everybody's like the internet's a, a vile place and yeah can and be people bad like people say bad things about everybody RBC yes the rcr crest donated twenty dollars I have a feeling Disney will make this new Pirates movie centered around Red, the new animatronic figure in both Disney World and Disneyland. <laughs> the Scarlet. parks changed the auction scene from her being sold as a bride to being a full-fledged pirate. Mm-hmm. Oh. Her yeah. name's Scarlet. Right. Yep, Scarlet. Maybe Ooh. she dyes her hair red, uh, Margo. We'll see. All right, what's next, man? Uh, Kate, did you want to finish your thought? Oh, no, sorry. I just, yeah, no, I was just going to say, like, I think, I think, you know, my takeaway is, like, I, I do understand that that um, especially women competitors seem to be getting beyond the receiving end of yeah. some unfair um, mm. uh, criticism and some unfair attacks and, and attacks that are more about their bodies and their look. Yeah, that shouldn't be happening. Yeah. So that's, I mean, there's no question that shouldn't be happening. Yeah. You can attack a person's gameplay. You can attack a person's record. You can attack a person being overrated, underrated. You, that's still with, attack. You can, yeah. you can criticize their gameplay. You don't Fine. need to attack their Well, gameplay. it certainly feels like a, being a player longer than you, Ben, it feels like an attack when they come <laughs> after I'm, you oh, so, and not so a so criticism. Been, it's all been okay? I'm, I'm not no, saying I'm just, don't attack. It's I'm, felt like an attack. Guys, right. guys, oh, guys, I know you have. I've seen I it. I think it's that's absolutely. No, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. It, Let the pretty woman talk again. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ben, I think you're absolutely right. You're right. It's felt like an attack, so yes, okay. You, you, I, I hear your point. You're absolutely right. You can comment about a person's uh, uh, gameplay, a person's record, a person's Jose ability Yo in the ring. $20. Favorite director is Ridley Scott Best Movie Gladiator. Great oh, story, no. action, cinematography, and the score is amazing. Yeah. And slap yeah. that like button. Slap it. Slap, slap it, it hard. Boom. Anyway, you're right, Ben. You're right. not attack. You can comment on this. It's just when you go out of bounds, start commenting on a person's appearance, person's yeah, look, start questioning their that intelligence. Includes, that's yeah, out of bounds. That, yeah, I, but I also I or their ethnicity also out of bounds. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I, I, have to, I have to say, like, I <laughs> I feel like uh, 
Ben Goddard is on the receiving end of stuff about his looks. Like, not that he would have said no. that. Oh, yeah? I, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not a part of this. No, oh. no. But I'm saying, like, I do feel like I, I oh, said ben. that last night, too. I said I'm not speaking for Ben. I've never talked to Ben about this. But I do yeah. feel like he, like, people come after him about the hair. People come, like, oh, it's, it's, you know, it's like, it's, I, I just think <laughs> in general. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't easy being pretty. <laughs> Tell me, burden. I know it's a burden. You guys whisper when you have a mic in front of your mouth, you idiot. It's on purpose, fool. <laughs> I walk around pretty. like this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, He's like, in the bubble. On. He's like John Hamm in the bubble. I oh have a plane too. I was in John Hamm's bubble. That'd be amazing. <laughs> you got to get the metal hands. Yeah. You got to get the metal yeah. hands. You're right. <laughs> but I think, listen, <laughs> my, my motorcycles. Bottom, the bottom, line, the bottom line for me is I think it's an important conversation to have. And I totally think that that is an, I think that what these women have experienced is real and that we have to we have to listen to their experience. Yeah, yeah. And say, exactly. yep, we're going to try and be better. But I also have to say, I think we should extend that to the entire community. I think. Yes, that, that is definitely a problem. But I think we also need to <clears> extend it out and say, like, in general, like. But here's the thing I, I didn't get to say last night. I do feel like I never have to defend myself mm. because I feel like this community will like any but like when i'm called cringe or when i'm yeah. called annoying or when i'm called grating or whatever it is first of all i'm sort of like i don't that person has a is in, is in a sad place that yeah. they felt yeah. the need to put that in the world i also know i've got like a thousand people that are going to come yeah. in and slap yeah. that person around for me so like that i feel like the fact that that forum even happened last night i feel like makes this such a great community for uh, yeah and it's totally. it's the larger conversation sorry ben yeah. it's the larger conversation right i mean because uh, look uh, my own person i suffer ptsd from the crap i took for two or three years from yeah. the i went back i spent sunday morning for three or four hours because inspired by this uh, show i was like oh, let me go back and and i wanted to show my girlfriend like this is the kind of stuff people used to say about me and this is like the out of bounds so I'm glad that people are finally on board and recognizing the toxicity and that it's affecting more. But this should have been the conversation yes. from the beginning. So I'm glad that we're finally doing it director now. director is John Frankenheimer. While he has so many great films to choose from Reindeer Games, notwithstanding my favorite of his has to be The Manchurian Candidate. Such a great window into the paranoia of mm. Cold War era America. Oh, and Kate. Yeah. Dave Thomas, founder of Wendy's, donated $20. Wanted to highlight my love relationship with documentary filmmaker Morgan Spurlock. Super Size Me wow. made the entire industry look bad, but I appreciate the direct shade thrown at my stiffest competitor. <laughs> Who are some of your favorite documentary directors? That's good. That's funny. That's, That's good. Really I like hilarious. that. I like that. That's good. Anyway, it's good that it's happening. It's positive. I'm glad yeah. this is all on board and we're going to change the culture. It is a very better late than never situation, but it is very yes. late yeah. into the game. And I, and I remember, like, I was a fan for a long time, and I remember reading those comments, mm -hmm. John. I was like, what is what is going on? Like, yeah. why do people, yeah. like, but, yeah, it, it is definitely a thing. And, like, you know, what you said about Mara, Kate, is, like, you could go to a restaurant 500 times, but the, the 501st time you get food poisoning, you might never go back. Yeah. So yeah, it is a, a, a vocal minority, really sick, but yeah. it's still yeah. out there. Like we can't just, I feel like that does get brushed off to the side. Like, oh, you know, yeah, but there, there's a few a-holes out there, but you know, uh, most of them, 99% uh, of them are good. But that 1% like can really affect you, especially yep. because we're like, we, we're treating this as a sport, but we're not LeBron James. We don't have that buffer of an agent, publicist, manager, and millions yeah. of fans. Yeah. It's like, they can add us on Facebook and we're going to, or Twitter, and we're going to get that like notification. Who donated $20. Mm. One of my Aww. favorite directors is Edgar Wright. Hot yeah. Fuzz is probably his best movie. 
But Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is my favorite. All of his movies so far are great. Yeah. And they're doing a uh, table read for Scott, or they're bringing the, the cast together for do a, a version of Scott Pilgrim. Oh, nice. I saw that over the weekend as well. Plus, Ferris Bueller. Did you guys see this? Pat, uh, uh, Josh Gad on his uh, his final episode of that thing that he's been doing, Retro, whatever it is. Uh, uh, he's bringing the cast of Ferris Bueller's Day Off together. Matthew Broderick, Jennifer Grey, uh, Mia Sarah, Cameron Ruck, all involved. Wow. That's um, awesome. That's having to... a moment uh, yeah. in that uh, HBO show, which I always, Succession. Succession, <laughs> yeah. right, right. You gotta get Edie McClurg though, don't you? You have to. You can leave Jeffrey Jones out of this one, but you can get Edie McClurg. Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. Let's leave. Uh, let's leave Rooney out of it. Yeah. Yikes! Yeah. Oh, by the way, yeah. and just like for two seconds, just going off the women topic. Uh, yeah. Please treat the women right. Please treat black people white. God dang it! Because <laughs> people of color, right. people of color, yeah. right? Because y'all, 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 y'all tripping out there in the comment yeah, section. There's true. a few of y'all. I've been seeing y'all. I'm yeah. Y'all, yeah. So. I'm sorry, RB3. I've learned and I've moved. I've listened and I've. <laughs> Don't believe him, RB3. It's blind. a good question. Do we do we forgive Brett? Has he really? Yeah. Have I really learned anything? <laughs> All right, what do you got next? We, we got like 40 minutes. We got to run. Yeah. Uh, favorite John Belushi was always Blues Brothers. Side note: Handmaid's Tale movie is bad. Besides Robert Duvall, no good performances. Just watch the show and you'll be good. Still forlorn yeah. about my macaronis. Hi again, Brett. Uh, Pac-Man, Dwayne, Schmobot, uh, Storm Shadow, Real Detroit Lions fan. Glad to catch you guys live. How much uh, must we donate for you to all watch the entire series of Avatar The Last Airbender? Sorry if this has been asked already. Love you guys. Thanks. I'm telling you, people have pushed this more than anything on the show ever is this yep. Avatar Last Airbender. Yeah. I feel like 500 is a good number. Yeah. Yep. I feel like yep. For sure. Uh, yeah, guys, sh- let me put that link in the chat again. Schmobot is still on. Send in those directors. Send in yeah. your favorite uh, movies from those directors. <laughs> Wait, John, did you say that? <laughs> 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 too, man. Shameless, brother. Shameless. All right, let's move on. <laughs> hey, we need we need it on this show. Yeah. I, uh, I Delisha Renee. I like this job. Ryan Chandler donated $20. <laughs> Yo, Crew yeah. Stanley Kubrick is the greatest director and Dr. Strangelove or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb is his best film. Way ahead of its time. Yeah. Kubrick made a total joke out of yeah. nuclear war and showed the world that we're on the brink. Yeah. In 62. I, in 62. That's how crazy. Like, that's the thing. It feels like an almost like a, uh, all the president's men type thing. It's like of how quick that movie came out after yeah. the Nixon thing and how mm-hmm. good it was. That's uh, Kubrick with uh, with Dr. Strangelove. Yeah. Uh, I need to catch up on my Kubrick because I've seen that and The Shining and Clockwork Orange, and I think that's and May and Spartacus. You haven't seen two thousand one? Oh, I have seen two thousand one. Yeah, yeah, that's a and yeah. Full Metal. There's not that many, bro. It's like under twelve. That's true. Barry I Lyndon. Like, I think it, like I've seen like most of his like big hits, but like yeah, I haven't yeah. like haven't seen like his his small. I don't want to say smaller films. Yeah, but like his lesser known. You should watch Lolita. Barry Lyndon. Lolita. Lolita. Oh, Lolita's great. good. Yeah, Lolita. yeah. yeah. I haven't seen Lolita or Barry Lyndon or um. Oh, we what was the last one? Eyes Wide Shut. We will spin again when we get the Kubrick. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Yeah, uh, I saw that news that like they can play teams now, so I got to start studying. Oh God, I'm I'm happy and then upset at the same time. But anyway, let's move. On. I'm waiting to see. I'm waiting to see how it is before I make any judgment. I don't but. want our championship match to be the guinea pig match for a team situation. I mean, that's well, a gonna big be, deal. And I'm going to beat you. So yeah, but no, <laughs> not, we're not playing you, fool. I got two matches. I got. I'm coming for you, baby. Come That's for fine. Belt. Come on in, but you're not playing for our title. That's dude. the we only play belt corruption. I want to wear in quarantine. I got stretchy pants on, but I want to wear that belt. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Uh, stretchy pants. 
This beautiful man. Yeah, go uh, ahead. Man, I wore jeans for my first bartending shift the other day. Woof. Not uh, no, a fan. Bro. Trust zero, me. Zero out of ten would not recommend. Oh. <laughs> no, I've been wearing Adidas pants for two months now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you got nice stretch. Exactly. I was going to say, is that your first and last shift at the bar, Ben? Like, they... I hope so. I made 17 fucking dollars because oh. oh, people don't know how to act, like, let alone Oof. wearing a mask. They don't know how to tip people that are risking their lives serving you fucking burgers and beers, yeah. you yeah. assholes. Yeah. Uh, Delisha Renee. Hey, crew. Hope you're all well. Having a good morning. Had this combo with a friend. One has to go forever. Burgers or wings? Ooh, that's good. Oh, you take one forever? Yeah. No, oh. no, like one has to go. So you can eat other things, but yeah, oh. yeah I got to choose burger or wings. Wings all the way. Bye. Wait, really? Wings go? Really? Yeah. Okay. Versus a burger? There's so much deep goes into eating a chicken wing. Mm. Like a burger, is, it's it's contained. You just eat it. Your fingers don't all messy. You don't have to wash them 17 times because you have OCD. So it's <laughs> like it's a perfect thing. It's it's in its own <laughs> I I do feel like there's more variety available with the burger. I love a wing. But I'm going to wow. say I'll keep burgers. What do you want, Hendry? The leg and a wing. What do you want? Uh, I take you get rid of the burgers. I keep the wings. Wow. Wings yeah. are healthier for you to start off with. And second of all, there's Turkey multiple burgers. flavors you can play with with wings. Just at the just at like something like Buffalo Wild Wings, which is not the high end wings. I was going to say, of they've all got, places, yeah, they've got B-dubs. They've got multiple. Yeah, B-dubs has multiple <laughs> flavors you can get. So you can play with the wing a lot. Of course, you can play with the burger, too. But the burger will kill you eventually because yes. you shouldn't be eating yeah. that you much red what? meat. How dare you? Oh, yeah. I apologize. <laughs> I sometimes eat a chicken wing burger. So that's, that's <laughs> a loophole. Oh, yikes. It's a Bonus wings or with the bones in it? Nah, fam, you gotta take that risk. Bones, Live life to I the fullest. <laughs> <laughs> that's how lions eat bones the, and all, man. The that's bones right. are the healthiest part of the chicken wings. Yeah, that's yeah. calcium. <laughs> calcium. Uh, no, I gotta go burgers too. Like uh, burgers, are like uh, more than like pizza. Burgers or something. I just never get sick of. Like I can, really? yeah, mm. I love them. I really do. So, and I, I honestly, I'm not a buffalo wings guy. I don't like wings. You don't like wings at all, huh? Like, like oh, Mara said, I, I had we used to have uh, barbecue wings at my mm. old job, Saddle Ranch, and I had them all the time. Oh yeah. At food poisoning one day, haven't eaten wings since. Done. Yeah. Wow. I, don't, I don't know, man. I think I'm heavy. I'm I'm getting rid of burgers. I'm heavy keeping wings. Like, and I think I think the reason I go for that is for one, you have it's not you could do uh, barbecue wings, buffalo wings, yeah. lemon pepper original like you could do all these you know louisiana rub you could do them baked you could do them fried you could do this them grilled is, you're, you're bubba gump right now yeah no you could, yeah. <laughs> and by the way um chicken is more environmentally healthy than than beef is and, and cows and 100%. burgers so yeah, I, this I, is I a go. burger or wings conversation not save the fucking yeah. planet <laughs> it's all tied in pan yeah, anyway decision making right. what's next uh, Matt Chapman, while I understand the complaint around having artists involved, it doesn't bother me because it's not uh, reading a b- autobiography, which is rare, uh, pe- which is people rarely complain about. Mm. Uh, he's talking about Aretha Franklin, about having okay. an artist oh. involved. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Monkey56, love you guys. Question, if your best friend is dating a jerk, should you say something? Yes. Yes. Always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yes. I mean, yes. yes. You got to say something. Whether they'll act on it is a whole other. You can't force say, them to act on it. Here's the but truth. you got to say, say something. something, and then yeah. you got to let them decide for themselves, yep. honestly. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the truth is they probably, if you and you and your best friend are in sync because you have the same interests or you have the same upbringing or whatever it is, you have the same culture, whatever it right. is, right. there is a chance they already are suspecting it. Yeah, yeah of course. That they probably are picking up on it, too. Pac-Man yeah. Wayne donated $20. 
Y'all all, all wrong keep the wing this man Rick Ross had a whole song about wings name on artist have a burger song except good burger. Mm, there you go. That's that's the argument right there. That's all you there need. There it is. That's good to go. Listen, you I can like have it. a lemon pepper burger. You could have a Louisiana rub burger. You could have a <laughs> buffalo burger. You could have yeah. a I don't know. I'm just there you go. Beyond there you meat. Go. A garlic a garlic <laughs> burger. You could I also, do like the Beyond Meat burgers. I'm not gonna lie to you. As a as a Nebraska meat eater, I might get mm. I might not be here tomorrow if anybody mm. from back home finds get, out. But. <laughs> the, Husk, are the Huskers angry people. Yeah. Catch it. Yeah, Nebraskans, no. They're all they're all they very progressive. It's a very they, progressive state. I don't wear a mask in the cornfield. Listen, you <laughs> You, they don't like to be Huskers are for the children. Yeah. <laughs> are for the, the We are Huskers. Husky, husk faces is what the adults prefer to be called. I was going to say, you were going to say Huskies, but that's a dog. <laughs> Been caught up to the discussion about the Schmodown today due to me being sick over the weekend. In yeah. your corner, 100% women of the Schmodown. Favorite director is Martin Scorsese, and my favorite movie is Goodfellas. Master God for not saying mm. Irishman. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. What's your favorite Martin Scorsese? I, mean, I think I still default to Raging Bull. And what do you guys think? Yeah. I'm Scorsese. I'm a sucker for The Departed. Like, oh, I, okay. I don't think it's his best movie, but it's definitely my favorite. With Even how with that fucking that rat crawling across the, you know. You know railing? what? That is literally the last ten seconds of the film, and I'm still so elated by what okay. happened immediately after okay. that, and right. by who does it, like. Because that's okay. Mark Marky Mark's easily best performance. Like, agree. Maybe, maybe agree. not. Maybe fuck yourself. Like, yeah. <laughs> like maybe you didn't just, see Daddy's home. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, yes. I think. Uh, yeah, it, it's a uh, it's departed for me. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, RB. It's, it's it's tough. I I say probably his best is probably Raging Bull. I think mm. like from artistic perspective. Uh, but favorites, it, it goes either um, Taxi Driver or. Um, mm. Or, or I'd probably say uh, uh, Goodfellas. So th- those are probably. Oh, I got to stand for Casino in terms of good. Like, Raging Bull is the best film, and but Casino is my favorite. I, wow. I've developed surprising. I developed a love for Casino that I did not see coming. I really that cornfield scene. I legit can't watch. Oh, oh. I cry every time because like, like that's just the sound editing. Like I, I wonder how the sound editing like in the booth yeah. was that like oh. Ooh, Pesci like, sells that like nobody's business. Man. Yeah, Jeez. it's crazy. Come on, all right. Is that enough? Is that enough? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right. Well, yeah. on that note, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, Winston Marshall chimed in here on text. Yeah. Burgers over chicken. Sincerely, a black Texan. P.S. Please at me. All right. There you go. <laughs> so respect, Mr. Marshall. Respect. As shout out to Winston too. He's on the Meeting Up podcast this week. Uh, hey. So make sure you check that out. We talked and about black Winston superheroes. Start- Winston has his. Uh, we can plug Winston for him. He's got um, Positive Black People News Network right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Bo- yeah. Both of those episodes have been so great so far. Yeah. 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 Uh, be, Dagan, yeah. Uh, on the topic of music biopics, what's an artist you would like to see a biopic on? Personally, I'd love to see James Mangold directed take on uh, Rumors era Fleetwood Mac. Oh, yeah. So much oh. drama to explore and would oh, take God, for a yeah. fascinating story on screen. Yes, absolutely. Okay. I was going to say I was immediately going to say uh, Tom Petty, but yeah, Fleetwood Mac I'll take. Absolutely. Do you think Tom Petty would be an interesting really? Is yeah, because I think he's. he's like, hey, yeah, Emma, we're going to do we this. We got a song. little bit of that in um, what was that the 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 Rebel ones or the. 
the with Dr. Dre and his producer. Oh yeah, um, yeah, the Defiant ones. Oh, the Defiant, the ones. Defiant ones. There, I knew yeah, the Rebel yeah. ones wasn't right, but uh, we got a little bit of Tom Petty in that one. I liked it because he yeah, uh, he was yeah. like an early producer of Tom Petty. Uh, I was on like I'm actually gonna go something I grew up with and like uh, I was gonna go Lincoln Park uh, with the uh, the suicide of Chester Bennington and yeah. with how like yeah. their music changed throughout the years. Uh, I, I thought Francisco that would be an interesting Ramirez one. donated twenty dollars. The Coen brothers have made some of my favorite films, but if I had to yeah. choose one, I'll say Fargo. Awesome performances across the board. Yeah, for sure. Miller's Crossing is my choice with Coen's. That's my favorite oh, bar. Wow. I love it's, Miller's uh, Crossing. It's a tough one with Coen's, man. Like, yeah, man. got so many, uh, especially with uh, No Country. But uh, oh, I no think country. I got to oh, go. Yeah. I got to go. Uh, oh, Brother Rart, though. Like, that yeah, movie's that's just. That's a great one. That one and like you know we asked like what our happy place movie is. That one and Fantastic <laughs> Mr. Fox are my happy place. Like, it's like every time George Clooney wakes up, <clears throat> my hair, my hair. <laughs> Do not sink the treasure. Yeah. It's a goddamn geographical oddity. Just too much for everything, isn't it? <laughs> uh, I, gotta, I love that movie. I gotta go personally with uh, with. It's either okay in terms of what makes me laugh the most. The Big Lebowski is my favorite comedy. Okay, uh, so I got I gotta shout that out, but. I do also think, in terms of like cinematic quality, I love I love um, Bert, Barton Fink. Uh, Barton mm. Fink is just absolutely incredible. Barton Fink's so good. Yeah, it's yeah. so crazy. I just watched it this last year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's no, awesome. cult- no country for old men. Yeah, mm. love that. What one. about you? For it. What are you, Brett? Uh, everything. <laughs> no, I know what I didn't like. I didn't like Hale Caesar. Oh, yeah, that, that was, that was a oof. You but know, they did Raising Arizona, right? I mean, yes, that's a good. That's, that's one of my favorite yeah. okay. um, ones right there. That's that still holds up. That is a fucking classic, man. You know what? Everyone hated the Lady Killers. I didn't mind it. I, oh, I had yeah. fun with the Lady Killers. Like everyone, it might be like their weakest film or something like that. Like people say, but I really I like the Lady Killers. Tom Hanks was so great in it. Yeah, it's like everybody dying and falling off the bridge under the garbage <laughs> on the garbage. It's such a Coen Brothers thing. You love to see Tom stretch that comedy gene every once in a while because, that's, like, that's how he made his bones for a lot of us. So yeah. Yeah. to see him go back to any comedy is a joy. I mean, yeah. his son's now the funniest person, but. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about Chet or Colin? You talk about Chet, aren't you? Okay. Chet, I'm talking about Chet. <laughs> I'm talking about Chet. All right, what do we got? Uh, heading over to Super Chat real quick, guys. Uh, Wiley Henry, good morning, America is shooting in Paris. Irony? Uh, Jesus or Orquiz, uh, hey, Monday crew. Uh, have you seen the first three episodes of Doom Patrol Season 2? No. Thoughts? I think it's one of those really special shows like Legion. Yeah. By the way, every other country, don't let Americans in right now. What are you thinking? They're already yeah. doing that, Kate. Um, yeah, they, they're way ahead of you. We should not be allowed anywhere until yeah. we can fix ourselves here. <laughs> it's like someone had that funny tweet. It's like, remember, remember in that that uh, that part in uh, in uh, I'm killing this joke right now. Mm. Uh, what's you that had movie? me. What's the movie? The the quarantine movie. Uh, quarantine. No, the Matt Contagion. Damon one. Contagion. It's like, remember in Contagion when Matt Damon went to a bar? It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I got to it eventually. Damn yeah. it. Uh, anybody seen Doom Patrol? No. no I but- saw the first season. I haven't seen the second season yet. I'm waiting uh, for the right time for that one. What about you, RB? Have you seen it? I haven't, but I've been watching that Harley Quinn animated oh, series yeah. on DC Universe. That's so good. Oh, my goodness. How mind-blowing. That is such mm-hmm. a good show. Absolutely I unbelievable. Need to watch it, man. I need yeah, to, it's I need... Ben. You'll fucking love it. 
from my top to Matt, bottom. It's Matt so good. Sarah is the biggest fan of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Michael T, two bucks just because. Appreciate that, Michael. Uh, time Traveler, Nia Blomkamp's Chappie really slaps, in my opinion. <laughs> I love Ridley yeah. Scott's Alien prequels, but would like to have seen what Neil could do with the franchise. There's always that slang word that's just a bit too far for me in every slang, right? Like, I can do fire. I can do lit. I can't do slaps. Can't I just do can't. Slaps. I can't do slaps. Slaps is too far. <laughs> I'm, I, like, I only talk about slaps when it comes to music. Like that song fucking slaps. Yeah, yeah. I can't do it. Is it about the bass? Slap yeah, the bass. Slap yeah. and the bass. Slap and the bass. You know, my best Chet Hanks impression. <laughs> yeah. Slaps. Uh, that movie slaps. F. James. Uh, Brett still owes a freestyle. Uh, oh. We'll, we'll get to that. We will okay. get to that. Oh, Cap. Uh, yeah, where's the rap hat, Brett? Man, they're really piling on you. Uh, Brett Cohen, <laughs> if you want to watch a pirate movie, go back and watch Yellowbeard. I haven't heard of that. Ooh. That's an old one from the 80s with the with Graham Chapman, uh, the Monty oh. Python crew, some of the Monty Python crew in that one. Marty Feldman in that one as well. Really? You can't touch me. I'm oh. a champion. Anyway, go I ahead. That's amazing. Oh. He's so funny in that movie. Oh, he's so good oh, in young, uh, young Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. March 3rd. Frankenstein. <laughs> it's Frankenstein. Uh. Frank Luca. <laughs> <laughs> Walk wow. this way. Those yes. two combined was like crazy good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, FJM72, uh, I'm behind, but the attack on Schmodown female competitors is not acceptable. Mara mm. served and is suffering for her service. Uh, shut up, trolls. The Schmodown doesn't need you. Mm. Absolutely. Wow. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Fair Heading enough. back over to, to Streamlabs. Abby, normal? You got me an abnormal brain? <laughs> Wait, it's wasn't sure. Alive! <laughs> I was only kidding! <laughs> uh, flipping to Bean. My peeps, I will drop money, 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 money. Must be funny in the rich man's world. Money, 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 always sunny. Also, hi, Kate. Marry me. Oh, Whoa! Done! Sounds <laughs> like you got some money. <laughs> uh, Solsk, uh, Solsk Jer, 1999. Denis Villeneuve hasn't even had a dud yet. Uh, uh, yeah. Saker, Sacre Bleu. That's a French uh, euphemism. Yeah. Man's an enigma. Tough mm -hmm. to choose one out of his arsenal, but if you twist my arm, it's a rival. The story, the characters, the scope, the science, and the score mm -hmm. uh, on the nat uh, on the nature of daylight. Uh, on the nature of daylight, RB3. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, that's literally one of my favorite movies of all time. That, that's, that's what I put as my, as my yeah. top, for sure. My favorite is that one. Sicar I mean, my the his best is that one. Sicario is my favorite, but the Arrivals is your best film. Yeah. I I'd put I'd put Blade Runner as yeah. his best, honestly. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, the the I really think he's the best working director right now. Yeah. Um, and the Academy uh, fucking hates him for whatever reason. For I don't understand it. I really don't. It's mind. I, and so I Dune has always been my most anticipated. Um, but yeah, I gotta go Blade Runner, Sicario, Prisoners. People always forget Prisoners about Prisoners. And oh man, I, I love all of them. I just got a text Enemy. from I just got a text from uh, Christopher Nolan. He says, "Fuck you." Oh, <laughs> nice. uh, I just got a text too, uh, and it says, uh, "Stop using the same gimmick over and over and over." Oh, oh. Uh, uh, he sent uh. it to me four days ago, but I just got it, wow. and now I got to go back in time and read it again. Right. So again, about attacking women, guys. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's, let's try to take it easy on them. Good point. Uh, Next, uh, Michael Red Dingus. <laughs> hey guys, just showing support for the Monday crew. I just had my coach uh, coaching session with Clark. It was amazing. Can't wait for Rokas. 
Oh yeah, yeah get ready. I'm excited for those. I'm Listen, excited for that one. I, I know oh, yeah. uh, Paul Denuzio chimed in that idiot with a fourth round comment. You better respect the fact that I'm taking time to coach these mother effers. This is gonna be fun. I'm gonna have a good time. Someone put Mickey gonna eat lightning, crap thunder. Yeah. That's how Roka's gonna. Go. Yeah, damn right. If you're if you're gonna get coached by me on, uh, I'm, I'm glad that everyone has held your hand and cuddled you and everything has been nice. You're entering into July. Now it's time to get coached. <laughs> For real, in oh, battle, we have, have some up fun. Downs, uh, doing yeah. up downs, yeah. Best picture, nineteen sixty-eight. <laughs> when are we gonna actually do trivia and not exercise? <laughs> yeah, give me, a, give me a burpee. How many times has Jack Nicholson been nominated for an Oscar? Burpee, forty push-ups. Give, give me all of the nicknames for Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> in alphabetical order. Uh, <laughs> What's first? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't wait to know, but honestly, I can't wait to. It's gonna be a lot of fun, and yeah, that's no, I'm great. not gonna put you through a boot camp, but it'll be great to get to hang out with the fans some more and and and, and coach them. So I'm while you're answering trivia questions, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like uh, Louis Gossett Jr. just spraying water. On. I got yeah. nowhere else to do. Trivia. I got nowhere else to go. Oh God. <laughs> Uh, uh, Matt Chapman, one of P.T. Barnum's attraction was a black slave that he owned. Uh, he exhibited as a 101-year-old woman, and he claimed oh. she was George Washington's childhood nurse. <sighs> Jesus. Oh, yeah. Jesus so, like I said, problematic. problematic. Yes. Uh, Pac-Man Dwayne, hey, guys, have, uh, I have a fun question for y'all. What is something that you did in your young days that you got away with with your parents still don't know about? My senior prom, I got drunk. I still think my parents don't know I was. Hmm. I would say nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Father is watching. I I also, I truly agree nothing because my parents made me follow that six-month rule. When you get your license, you can't have anybody uh, under, like, 25 in the car. My parents went to go visit my sister in Santa Barbara at college. I drove my friend to lunch one day. One day to lunch. <laughs> came back. Didn't, you know, do anything crazy. Uh, and then, like, two weeks later, like, so uh, who'd you drive uh, to, to lunch uh, the other day? It's like, oh, no one. She's like, you have one more chance to tell me the truth. I'm like, okay, who saw me? She's like, well, you don't know him, but uh, he knows you drive a blue truck, and uh, he saw you with someone in the car. And I was like, wow. what the fuck, man? And we hired him to follow you. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so, yes, I literally, there's nothing my parents don't know. There's, I used there's to, a lot, yeah. I, I had so much pressure to get good grades. Um one time I got a really terrible like grade on a on a on a subject in high school, I think. And I think it was a sophomore, and I told my parents that they lost the report oh, cards in the mail. Nice. That they could so classic. I thought he'd keep like I thought my dad would like never investigate it and I just keep moving on. And then he said, well, where's that report card? Every once in a while I'd be like, I don't know, Dad. I'll go ask him in the office again to send it. I don't know what's going on. Blah blah blah. And then he went into the office after the second time I did that. I came home and he was just waiting for me with the report card on the table. I like burst into Aww. tears. I'm sorry. And it was it was a spanking. Oh, Let me God, tell you something. Yes. And I'm old school. My dad's old school Latino. It's the hand on the wrist and the belt out and whooping. Yeah. It was a whooping. And fair. And fair. Mm-hmm. I definitely so deleted I never did a few that messages. Again. You know, they like teachers would call. I, de- I deleted a message or two. Oh, wow. Yeah. They, they still got them because <laughs> my teacher, like private Catholic school, like yeah. they had like 20 kids to a classroom. They had they had everybody's number. <laughs> <laughs> we think we're so smart as kids and parents. Like yeah. I've been you. I know exactly. Yeah, I know what we know RB three is an angel, times. and totally. also, made and his mom stop watching the show because away. of how many references <laughs> to a certain <laughs> relaxant we've mentioned. Being fun. fun story: drunken weekend, and somehow this guy brings up shaving down under and getting cut. So I went straight commercial Brett style about the lawnmower 3.0 by Manscape. Code SEN20. 
<laughs> thank I you. I love thank that. You. I love that they're Good doing plug. it on their dates. Good plug. Yeah, it's awesome. All right, let's keep reading these uh, off. We got yes, a bunch to do. Uh, Matt Chapman. John, I love 1776. I watch it at least once a year on 4th of July. I also love the Hamilton. The RCR Crest donated nope. $20. Ooh. Despite Thank you. Ben's blasphemy, my favorite director is Christopher Nolan, and I think his best film is Inception. Ten years later, and it's still talked about. Yep. The Dream Within a Dream narrative is brilliant, and Hans Zimmer's score absolutely slaps. I said it. God damn it. <laughs> you had Roka until slaps. <laughs> Roka, we you just... know someone's screen name's about to be like Roka Slaps. <sighs> yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. No! I'm going to do it in a post-match interview. Like, that, that match slapped. Let me tell you something. <laughs> oh, sure. um, RB3, you can turn the camera off if I ever do yeah. that. Absolutely turn the camera off. I got you. I, got I also you. love <laughs> Hamilton. I think you need to watch it to see if you've given it a bad rap. Mm. What you are describing is not what the full show is. So, yeah. Right. No, I know it's about immigration and about, you know, oh, like yeah. uh, everything that's yeah. going on at that time. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Christian Delante, if they want to make the Pirates movie a success, I'd say they should make it a lower budget around 90, uh, 90 million versus 200. Uh, that is more character centric as opposed to a gigantic uh, mystical naval battle based spectacle. Yeah. I agree. They got to mm-hmm. watch that budget. Uh, review and play 23. I was 12 when I watched the, my first pirate movie. I didn't know who any of the actors were. Uh, I thought. Uh, I thought Will Turn. I thought Will Turner was the main character. I love the movie. Hmm. The more Jack Sparrow became the, the main character, the less I liked him. Wow, yeah. that's true. There's um, no place for Jack to go. Jack is yeah. going to be Jack, right? Yeah, he has no character development. Yeah. He's just who he is. Yeah, and it's, yeah uh, it's also not a revelation anymore. It's a revelation yeah. in the first right. movie. Like, oh my god! But then you're like, well, he's doing the thing. Yeah. By the dream sequence in the third movie, you're like, oh, I don't know what we're doing now. Oh yeah. my gosh! With like the multiple like yeah, uh, the little least, rocks. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's like, so what are we much. doing here? Uh, Matt Chapman, uh, disregard my comments uh, to John about Hamilton. I am watching on a delay, and he already agreed to give it a shot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Too late, Matt. No sweat. No sweat, man. <laughs> uh, see that guy over there? Uh, my favorite Dream director at the moment. Is- I think it's time for a female competitor to win the singles belt. But is there honestly any current female competitor in the roster to beat Dan Murrell? If not, can Rachel and Clark come back and prove the haters <laughs> wrong by winning the singles belt? But isn't that the problem, though, that you guys think that it's only Rachel and Clark that can do it? We don't know. Silvestrini's still building. Janine, yeah, Janine's on a bad run right now, but doesn't mean she can't turn around. Certainly Goddard did that. I mean, uh, sorry, Bateman did that. So there are women coming into the league. The thing is, what we're trying to erase the toxicity of is so that more women can come into the league and not deal with that stuff. You know who liked one of the comments? Maud Garrett. Maud Garrett had been part of the initial parts of this Shmodown stuff. She stepped away because of that crap, you know? So it's yeah. like, at the end of the day, we're losing great competitors because of the toxicity. So don't compare the current fr- crop of female women. You don't know yet what they can, I'm sorry, female women, the females competitors, you don't know what they can bring to the table just yet. They're going to have to win some matches to get themselves into position, and they will. You just got to get time. You just got to have a little time. I'm telling you, Laura Kelly's going to get herself possibly a belt if she beats Steve Malanta, uh, or if Laura Kelly beats uh, 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 Ace. Ace, which I guess I'm thinking is going to happen, and then going to face Steve <laughs> Malanta. Who knows? So, I mean, I just think there's time. Let it breathe. And this thing is, like, if people judge, you know, Ben Bateman off, like, his beginning on career, like, no one would ever think he'd get yeah. to a belt. Yeah. And, like, he's one of the – he's regarded as one of the best players in the game now. Yeah, if so. anybody judged Kobe off his rookie season. Yeah, oh, like, you have to you have to give people time to I'm develop and, like, shady, study. And, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Broke against the – I mean, Kobe against those Spurs was brutal to watch, man. Oh, don't remind me. Yeah. Uh, see that guy <sighs> over there? Uh, uh, my favorite director at the moment is Edgar Wright. My favorite movie from his is Scott Pilgrim. But I think his best movie is actually Hot Fuzz. He was able to make fun of the action genre while creating a great comedy thriller with his signature style. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my Desert Island movie is Hot Fuzz. 
Oh, uh, wow. PLD, uh, fave director Spielberg, favorite film Minority Report. Oh, wait, fave director Ed Harris, favorite film uh, Pollock. Uh, <laughs> Drew Grant on chill to action tonight. Uh, hey, uh, JJ Winward. He's never, uh, he's a newer director, but I love Robert Eggers. The Lighthouse has become one of my favorite movies of all time. Yep. Such incredible performances and direction. I'll never forget seeing it in theaters on Halloween. Hi, Brett. Hey. Mm. Uh, I do love Lighthouse and, and The Witch. That cinematography uh, is incredible. Yeah. Uh, Sir Lord Attenborough. Uh, hey, all. My favorite director is Quentin Tarantino, and, uh, and his best films are Kill Bill 1 and 2. Loved every aspect about these films. Wanted to ask Roca why he does not like Silence by Scorsese. <sighs> I remember Roca saying it should never have been made. Why? Yeah, it's just so exhausting. Well, let's, uh, let's talk about Tarantino first because yeah. uh, we're running out of time here. But uh, quick, uh, quick around, the, around the horn, Tarantino faves. Uh, yeah, the quick. whole bloody affair. That's mine. Uh, the, I agree. Kill Bill 1 and 2. I don't separate them. I watch them all as one movie. It's meant to be one movie. I watch it as all one movie. I love oh, that. You've got my a lot favorite. of hours. Good That's for my you. favorite. Yeah, well. Oh. Yeah. Um, uh, I probably I probably personally go with um, the best being um, Pulp Fiction. Um, that's always something that I saw really early on. It got me really into them. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's a close, a close, close, close second is Django, for sure. Oh, yeah. I think Inglorious um, Bastards for me. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I. It's not my favorite, but I do like Hateful Eight more than more than most. I, mm. I put Hateful Eight in because I love like just like the Agatha Christie type. Like it's just a stage play, and I love it. I really do. Mm. Right? I'm, I'm, I'm Kill Bill. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That, that's one that we watched in heavy rotation back when we didn't have children. I still. <laughs> I still save Reservoir into a special place. Reservoir Dogs? Yeah, no, of course. Reservoir yes. Dogs is special, and I think Jackie Brown yeah. is super, super special, and nobody oh, talks yeah. about that movie. Yeah, but good. I think that that's probably like top three for me, for sure. That might be his best script he's ever written uh, mm-hmm. versus a, a complete film. Like I, I think Jackie Brown's script is... Stellar. Wait, I thought I thought he didn't write Jackie Brown. I thought it was like a pre-existing property. I thought that was the one he didn't no, write. No, it was, uh, the character was pre-existing, but he wrote... <clears> oh, you wrote movie. the movie? Yeah, okay, it was based it, on it, a it, novel, it. based on a novel. Yeah, based yeah, on a novel. Yeah, okay. Uh, and uh, not Quibi. To whom it may concern, your Quibi 90-day free trial ends in seven days. <laughs> <laughs> that nice. thing was supposed to blow up. I don't know what's happening with that thing. Uh, no one does. Yeah. Except maybe like Anna Kendrick or something. <laughs> You're going to uh, miss refreshing. me when I'm gone. You're going to miss me when I'm gone. Okay. Copyright strike. Uh, Dan oh. Risen, uh keep trade cut. Pizza, tacos, wings. Wait, keep trade cut? I so, would just we fuck do kill Mary. Mary. <laughs> I was just, oh, you beat me to it. Yeah. You beat me to it. Oh, you two knuckleheads. <laughs> uh, but uh, so you you keep one, you mm-hmm. trade one for something else, and then okay. one's got to go. So what are the choices again? Uh, pizza, tacos, wings. So mine's <sighs> easy. Okay, you go do yours first then. Okay. Uh, I'm cutting. Uh, I'm nice. cutting wings. Okay. I'm trading tacos for burgers, and I'm keeping pizza. Um, okay, well, I'm gonna, I'm also gonna keep pizza, but I'm trading taco. I'm trading. No, I'm sorry. I'm trading wings, and I'm getting rid of tacos. Sorry, tacos. Oh. Oh. What are you trading wings for? Oh, we have to you trade it for pick something. A new thing. Oh, yeah. a new thing. Okay, I'll go burgers. Why not? Sure. Wait. Okay, I'm going to wings, tacos, pizza. Okay. Keep tacos. Yeah. Mm. I'm with Kate so far. I'm going to get rid of wings, and I'm going to trade pizza for ice cream. 
<laughs> Thank you from the NPR side of this. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, I, I'll keep tacos. I'll get yeah. rid of pizza because that Ooh. just that just puts on pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, God, this guy. And I would trade. <laughs> you bring so much fun into this conversation, John. <laughs> I, I, I'm trading wings for fries. Who doesn't love a good oh. basket of you, fries, you yo? You just got rid of pizza because yeah, it puts on pounds and you're adding fries. Fri- fries don't have the meat on them. Just fries. Just regular fries. Pizza just has protein on it. Yeah. No, protein. There's cheese. And there's the tomatoes. And there's the a heavy, vegetable in there. The heavy bread. <laughs> I will, for the interest of time, just say I will continue to eat all of it, even though it makes my tummy very ouchy, and I get diarrhea a lot, and I get very bloated. <laughs> Sounds about right. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, Matthew Dawson. Uh, hey, Monday Crew. My favorite director is Paul Thomas Anderson. So many yeah. great ones, but There Will Be Blood is an all-time fave. PTA. What about uh, PTA, guys? Yeah. Um, yeah, I got to go. My personal favorite being uh, There Will Be Blood as well. Um, though I do, I'm sorry. No, no, I'm totally wrong. I'm sorry. My favorite is Magnolia. Um, mm. Magnolia is one of my ah. favorite movies of all time. Uh, so I got to go with that one. I'm yeah, with I, I, yeah. What do you, you same thing, Kate? Yep. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I go. I go. Uh, there will be blood for the, his best film, but my favorite is uh, uh, Punch Drunk Love. That's my favorite. Oh, Punch Drunk Love is pretty great. Rewatched it again over the weekend, and that scene when Adam Sandler walks in and confronts Philip Seymour Hoffman oh. at the end, you're just like. Wow. Just oh, wow. I do love that movie too. Mm. I'm just going to go with Magnolia because the bar they filmed in, I used to hang out at. So it's the Foxfire Room on Magnolia Valley. <laughs> Brett Sheridan turned me on to the comedian Tom Segura, and no one has ever looked more like Tom Segura and acted more like Tom Segura than Brett Sheridan. <laughs> Very strange thing. I'm trying to. Th- uh, I, I like Hard Eight. Uh, I'm not Ooh, trying to be oh. like that guy, but oh, I do that like guy. I, I recently, like, this last year, I feel like I watched, uh, the only uh, PTA movie I still haven't seen is Magnolia. I need to get on that. I think mm-hmm. it's on Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. But I've been, like, watched a lot of them last year. But I like Heart 8, Punch Drunk Love, like you said, John. Uh, yeah. There will be blood. He, he, Boogie- that guy doesn't really have a miss either. No one says Boogie no. Nights? No one says Boogie Nights? Yeah, no one's, oh. yeah Boogie Nights I is up there. And if you want to, I did the, I, you know, just quick plug. Meaning of podcast, we did a throwback episode. <laughs> oh, of, just just a quick one, guys. Guys, 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 just a quick one. <laughs> early, early filmography already up on the First Cut YouTube channel. And tomorrow we got his later filmography we're going to be talking about there too coming out tomorrow i'm gonna go with fiona apples fast as you can video (laughs) (laughs) fiona apples across the universe and amy man save me video that's the plug. That's the plug. <laughs> go ahead. Inherent go. Vice is good, too. I like Inherent Oh, I Vice. hate Inherent Vice. That's his only miss. Yeah. Really? I, oh. agree. I agree. That is his I only went miss. insane. And look, I like Catherine Wasserman as, as an actress, but her voiceover in that film was driving me out of my mind. Not in mind. Her. Yeah, all right. Fair. Yeah. Don't tell her uh, that. Her and the, her and the Grindelwald movies are not good. <laughs> Sam Waterston will have a word with you, Kate. Uh, Michael Red Dingus, Roca, I'm down for boot camp. I need it. If I really want to compete, give me a heads up uh, what have prepared, and I'm down uh, for whatever training you think is best. Just remember, mm-hmm. I want to study for Star Wars League. All right. Oh. What's funny? What is John? That's funny you say that. I have it right here. We'll go through oh. all 2,500 questions. We're going to go through. Wow. 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 Put on your helmets. Oh. Wow. 
Uh, put on your X-wing uh, helmet and get ready. We're going to. <laughs> Wait, was that was that a Russian guy? <laughs> we will put on study. your X-wing helmet and get ready. Get to ready. Fly. We will start the best uh, science fiction film ever made. Yes. <laughs> the Skywalker uh, of the Luke's. Yes. Uh, PLD. Uh, Kate slaps. Brett slaps. RB three slaps. Ben slaps. Roca. Insert 1920s slang here. <laughs> Paul, there's so... You know what? You're lucky, Paul, because there's so much to work with with you. It's just a treasure trove of stuff I can pick apart on that that, that essence that is Paul Denuzio. But I'll let you get away with it because you're a sweet gentleman. I'll let you get away with it. But And he writes your paychecks, basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a dollar donation. Not so much. That's a uh, dollar? Oh! Yeah. I'll, but listen, that's... That'll be the day he donates. For you and 20 cents for you and 20 cents yeah. for you and 20 <laughs> You get 20 cents. Okay, he donates it. to my page. That'd be something. Anyway, uh, go ahead. Emperor Dethroned over on Super Chats. Favorite Alex Winters directed movie is uh, Freaked. Really funny. A lot of cameos and over the top special effects. Alex Winters? Okay. I guess so. I'm familiar with the entire catalog, so you guys start first and then I'll. <laughs> Well, uh, that's that's uh, that's a uh, Bill and Ted, right? Alex Winters. He doesn't have an S on his name. Oh, Ben, you don't oh. get that point. You don't get that point if you do that in Shmona. No goddamn, I wouldn't let you have that point. I would fight you so hard on that. Oh, anyway. All right. <laughs> okay. My, oh my god. My this wife's just texting me. I'm not looking up this person. Uh, <laughs> your wife's texting you. Why are Kate's kids watching TV <laughs> yeah. this morning? Yeah. Alrighty, Go guys. Ahead. That I, I'm gonna refresh the page, but I oh, oh somebody, it. we owe a gentleman uh, an impression. Yes, oh, yeah, we do. Uh, yes, right. Right. yes. Let's but that has Arnold in it. It's yes. Irish Roca Arnold uh, yelling at uh, white man RB3 about not wearing a mask. Okay. So Kate okay. and Brett, you will be Arnold uh, combination <laughs> uh, and uh, action. Uh, quick, uh, quick thing. It was Alex Winter, so you're right. It was freaked. Is the film? So that is the guy from Bill and Ted. So oh right wow. Okay. All right. So so. <laughs> uh, say this again. Who's who's what? I'm Irish uh, Roca. Who Irish are yelling Roca, at? Uh, Arnold uh, is yelling at uh, uh, indignant white man RB3 oh. about not wearing a mask. It's Listen here, whitey. Listen here, whitey. You honky. Why aren't you wearing a mask? We're all trying to survive here. What are you doing? Well, for, for Scottish Roca, sorry. Well, actually, uh, first of all, using a very offensive uh, racial terminology, call me a honky. I mean, if anything, you could have called me a cracker or a palface or something a little more classy. <laughs> oh, my God, okay. But uh, I, I really, I, I don't understand. What, you know, what's all the disparity? I have to wear a mask? Well, I have to wear a mask. I'm American. <laughs> I am. I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I'm going to tell you why you have to wear a mask. Whiskey and Lulu wear masks. You have to wear masks. masks. All of us All wear, masks. wear masks. It's hard to eat a cookie through a mask, so that's why I don't wear masks. You know, if you, I, but if you didn't wear a mask, it wouldn't be so uncomfortable. I mean, because honestly, it's just like... The mask is covering your face, covering your nose. It's too much. It's too much. Too oh, much. my God. You wear a mask to go to bed, don't you? You wear a mask to go to sleep. You wear a sleep mask, don't you? So what's the difference yeah. between putting one over your eyes, putting one over your mouth? In fact, of all the white, of all the people I've ever met, you're the one person who should have a mask <laughs> over your mouth. So, people don't listen to what you have to say. Whiskey Lulu wear mask. <laughs> if you don't wear a mask, I'm going to rip out your goddamn spine. <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, Roka, uh, let me refresh one more time on both yeah. over here. What do we got? 
I believe that's it. So uh, take all us right. out, brother. That's all right. All right. Well, thank you all so much for watching this uh, live episode of SCN Live. Great getting the Monday crew back together. Hope we lifted your spirits up. Hope you had a little bit of fun. Hope we made you laugh and we got you going for a, a lovely Monday. Uh, enjoy yourself. Have a good time with the rest of your day. Remember, take a step towards something you want to do in your life. Something positive for yourself. It's a Monday. Start your week off well. And thank you for starting your week off with us. We'll be back tomorrow live again. Thank you to Brett Sheridan. Thank you to Kate Mulligan, Ben Goddard, and the man RB3. We'll talk to you next time on another episode of SEN Live.